This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is sponsored by Carbonite Online Backup. Carbonite backs up your computer files for you to the cloud automatically and continually. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com. No credit card required. Use the offer code ROOSTERTEETH and get two free bonus months with purchase. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is also brought to you by Shutterstock.com. With over 700,000 high-quality video clips, Shutterstock helps you take your creative projects to the next level. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use offer code ROOSTERTEETH2. That's Rooster Teeth and the number two. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast, right. the special retirement party for Joe the Cat episode. Uh, we'd like to thank Joe the Cat for years of unuseful, counterproductive service. Uh, Joe, good riddance. He's been I always hated productive. You. And I'm glad that you'll finally be out of here. Joe even wore a festive Mine sombrero broke. today. Mine doesn't work. To make you feel better about him. And his little sombrero <laughs> is not getting him any kind of sway with you at all, guys. Like Bye, everybody. He looks French. You turned like a little French. I'm going to Pismo Beach. <laughs> Look, we got him a nice collar, too. Look at this little Look bling collar. He's, he's blingy. <laughs> How? He's, he's drunk already. It's yeah. a retirement party. <laughs> well, he's been drinking all day, though. I mean, He's well. like Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon. He's How like, doing I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that Joe t- what, what voice did Joe have, you think? What's that? What, what voice did Joe have? I, it, right? I, I think we've always done Joe's voice. Like, just a kind of a deeper southern drawl. He talks. He just whoever's voice. You, you, is like, okay. Y'all are like missing this. comedy gold over here, by the way. What? Brandon it? does not know how to put a party <laughs> I knew. No, no, no. I mean, I understood, <laughs> but I didn't like, know what the did, proper protocol. He's like, what are you doing with your ears? ears here. But you have it in front. I don't have one. Give me one of those. I actually have one behind and one in front. I should also point out that about 30 seconds before we went live... That Brandon asked the question, can cats get rabies? Like, he didn't I've know. I've I hear what cats is, get What is the time. division? What animals can get rabies and what animals cannot get rabies? I'm sure a bunch of them can get rabies. But you're saying it's only mammals. Oh, I ruined it. I, I, fucking, <laughs> I fucking ruined the joke. Is that true? A lizard can't get rabies? Yeah. Now I'm asking questions that are not. <laughs> <laughs> so, See, if you ask the question, it's okay. If Brandon asks the question, he's an idiot. Question. Fair enough. Question I'm not going to doubt that. And, and uh, sharks can't get cancer or something. Right? Sure. Also, apparently, alligators can't get AIDS. I don't know if you saw that headline. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, uh, they're testing alligator blood as a potential cure for <laughs> HIV. That I guess they realize that alligator immune systems fight uh, the HIV uh, virus. So they're going to use alligator blood as a potential future replacement for antibiotics. But, like, raw, right? You yeah, just well, drink the alligator blood? Like, can you just bite it in the neck? And you have like... to kill the alligator for the full effect. Oh, okay. The problem is, I guess there's some other... Uh, component of alligator blood that kills you <laughs> or like kills wow. cells so they have to like balance uh, the good part of the alligator blood with the bad part of the alligator blood there's a dude on reddit who talked about how every day he would inject himself or once a week he would inject himself with venom mm-hmm. cobra venom what, so you, he becomes the most immune man to a venom is charlie sheen no and he's overdosed like a, like a half dozen times or something like that and everyone on the, the threads like, hey, ask me anything. And the first, the first question was, hey, do you know that you're crazy? <laughs> that you're an insane person? It was like literally like people psychoanalyzing this guy going, look, you have like dysmorphia. Wait, wait, how do you overdose on venom? Surely dose. You dose. dose. Yeah. Oops, I've got venom. I yeah. dosed. I, I can, I can that try doesn't to pull mean it I did a poo, by the way. <laughs> he, had a, he had a specific uh, explanation for like that. He made a critical mistake, like he used <laughs> venom. From I think I know his critical mistake. <laughs> Starting. What point was the mistake? Was it the idea? Yeah. In his brain. Being was it the born. Actual? Yeah. There was really absolutely. And when people asked him, like, "What is your basis for doing this?" He had nothing. 
Like, he was just, I've just always, I think he heard a voice that spoke to him and told him to do it. He well, literally said that. I have a question. How do you get Cobra Venom? Yeah. Like, you, you can't just go down to the store and get that. I know a guy. All of these questions around. and more were answered in the AMA. He's got like, like a guy who said, like, can I ask you why you came up with the idea to do this? He said, I had a voice that just told me to do this. Uh, and, <laughs> the guy, and then there was some other stuff in there. But then the guy who asked me the question. You moved your hand as a puff of fur, like a piercing. <laughs> I'm like, blizzard. that's the reason we're glad he's leaving. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not glad he's leaving. We're sad he's leaving. Look how no, sad we you are. You can speak for everybody here. I'm sad. I'm sad. Poor I'm Lindsay. Sad. Lindsay's the only one who changes his litter box. So she's got to be happy that he's going. Although Lindsay's also one of his best friends why, in the office. Why, no, we all like we're him. We're talking about Joe the cat. Wait, again, so why, why, why is she the only one changing? Why wasn't anybody else help out? I help. I work. Jesus. Oh, I'll change his food. Well, I'm then. not touching his poop dirt. <laughs> poop dirt. I like him. I don't like him that you much. Have a, you have a scooper. You have a, you have a it's not my thing. dad. What? Do, like, if your dad gets old, do you change? Do you cat shit and take care of him? Well, no, I, well, I have a litter box in my garage that they shit in. Oh. Yes. Why do they just shit outside? Because they don't, they're not outdoor cats. I don't, I don't let them go outdoor. Gus, right. can I ask you something? Joe's, Joe's you read it. Co- going don't, cover your, don't cover your mind. Okay. So, <laughs> if someone's, if if someone's bit by a dog, you're like, oh, shit. Does that dog have rabies? We need to make sure persons yeah. get rabies. If someone's bit by a bat, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. This person has rabies. If someone's scratched by a cat... Because does that go through your head? You don't if, think, if, like, does if, that cat have rabies? Bitten, and a, a, a feral cat's not going to come up to you and bite you. Feral cats run you away know. from you. Also, yeah. how many dogs do you see just ra- roaming around? You see dogs everywhere. Well, show what? me a dog. Get me you a dog. You don't even show you a dog. Let, let's go walk I around. I get you a dog by 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah. There's, I've, I've tried to catch, like, a dog, uh, oh, someone's loose dog on Rafa Benito. Same thing. He's, I got bitten by a dog. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've, we've had numerous yeah, yeah, dogs here. I, th- I, think been, I think even Bernie's loose dog on Rafa Blanco. Hey. What's, what's the cat eating? He's eating the party hat. He's eating the party hat. <laughs> Someone smart. get the hat. He's, the, yeah. he's not the smartest retired. There we go. Uh, he's just he's out of the camera. wide shot. Kyle, yeah. can he? Oh, Barbara scared off. Oh, I thought it was his little hat that he was eating. No. Yeah, he showed oh, off his, uh, his gold watch. Right. I got, by the way, the little hat. Yeah, I showed off his gold bracelet that we gave him, which is around his neck, his gold collar. For years of service, Joe, we're going to miss you for everything you've done. What's but, the severance package? Does he get anything? Surprisingly, it was very difficult, the hat and the bracelet. That's it. <laughs> the, uh, it was really hard to find a cat-sized party hat on the Internet. I would have thought that's what the Internet was for, like, to get cat-sized party hats. It seems hats. like you'd get a normal party hat and just cut, like, the tip off, right? That was going to be our next step, was we were going to adjust the tip for Joe. <laughs> but uh, I ended up going on Etsy, and there was a store on Etsy where they have nothing but festive party I hats. You love your that dog. that package that was sent to you, the return address has a picture of a cat in that hat. <laughs> it's like, like, what could this box? Oh, there's a, cat, there's a cat hat in this box. I know exactly what is in here. Is Everything in the mail should be like that. Like, oh, dildos. <laughs> is, is, there any, is there any way we can get our 1040s next year to have like a picture with a cat in the hat on the, on the return address? <laughs> so I was a little happy. He's like, oh, look, taxes. Sure, oh, if you elect him president, sure. That'll be the next thing that we you dress up your dog. In tiny clothes, right? Oh, it's a My wife does. Yeah. I, but you uh, enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> she tweeted a picture of him wearing a little bow tie outfit. Yeah, so, let me ask you a question. How come you like that? How come you like when you dress your shitty little dog up in outfits, but you don't like when Joe is here and is a good pet? I just don't like Joe being here. Why not? You saw that tuft of fur that went everywhere? Yeah. So, I can't sit on the teeth couch anymore. It's... It's, it's more fur than couch by this point. <laughs> it's a very comfortable couch. That it's, is probably one of the most expensive cat beds in the history of cat beds. Yeah, he loves that thing. Joe sits on it all the time. Can you blame him? The thing is, like, plush as hell. Yeah, it's true. But he's, he's, but he's such an asshole about it. He'll get up there and do that cat thing where he starts, like, scratching and trying to make himself more comfortable. It's uh, You know, if cats didn't do that, if cats didn't scratch shit, that would be, they'd be the perfect animal, no, right? Pretty like, much. No. Yeah. No. No, I could, I, could, I could definitely see that. 
Uh, I mean, cats are cats are great, but they definitely have the tendency to scratch too much. Like that's my big fear with having Joe on the set is that he's gonna scratch up these chairs or he's gonna scratch well, up the couch. He ruined Matt's chair. He did ruin. Matt's and he chair pees everywhere. Our green screen, the fabric green screen. We had we had to buy Brian a new softbox or whatever it was because it's pissed everywhere. There are portions of the annex I don't go to because they smell like piss. Like oh, under, no. under, all right, under, all right, under all right. By wardrobe at home, don't be jerks. I'm just saying. That's yeah, why. No, that's you, why you, my you dog can, can wear clothes. You can teach cats not to scratch chairs and stuff, though. Like my cats, I you got, can teach cats to like water and walk on a leash too. I mean, what? <laughs> what what's the point? To, to like water? What yeah, like jump in the water. Oh, oh, I think you meant like drink it. No, no. <laughs> I think cats like water already. <laughs> so confused. How did you make that logical leap? I don't know. You have a cat that won't drink water. That's what I was confused. Well, you know, cats drink milk. My cat only drinks, uh, drinks fresh squeezed juices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he likes he likes lemonade. Organic mouse blood. You got to go to the the. You could find that in Austin. I'm sure. I'm sure you could. So I can go buy all this like cat stuff for Joe, and now I got to figure out what exactly I want to get. They have those automated cat litter boxes. They don't work. They don't work. They don't work at all, do they? They don't work. No. They're disgusting. I, I used yeah. to have one that worked. If you, if you clean it out like three times a day, it'll work. But yeah, at that yeah. point, might as well just get a, a normal one. Yeah. That yeah. is your problem. Your problem is you have had bad cats. Your cat, Seamus, was one of the worst cats ever. That was a bad cat. So the problem with that cat, I'll tell you, right? I should have known from the start. This is an experience thing. I was young. I went to the animal shelter. I was like, I'm going to rescue a cat. And there Aww. was a cat who was like in cat jail. And uh, he was like reaching out like this. And I was like, oh, that's cute. He's, like, waving, or he wants to get rescued. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to murder. Like, like the, yeah. the, the bar. I didn't realize it at first. And so I was like, oh, I want that cat. They're like, Seamus. I was like, yeah. They were like, um, sir, do you have any small children in your house? <laughs> that's that's a good like, first sign. No. Like, okay. Because um, Seamus likes to play a little rough. That's not how bad can it be? It's a cat. That cat was fucking evil. Like, that cat was fucking evil. No one would come over bad. to my apartment. And if anybody did, they would sit like this. So that, <laughs> was he, uh, like, walking they, around with, like, a club or something? Like, what, what, what? <laughs> he would attack anything and everything. Like, okay. I, I guess his previous owners must have, like, really, really, I, I, I don't know, like, attacked yeah. him. Because he, he was, like, no, super defensive. that's not necessary for cats. Like, they don't need past trauma. They just come up nasty. What, you're saying that some cats are just plain dickheads? Yeah. Do you, sure. know, now, do you know what to do, like... Do you not do if you run into a big cat in the wild? Like if you're in the mountains, do you go? And, you and scratch his chin. No, <laughs> you run. You run into like a cat on a trail, like a mountain lion. Do you know what to do? You're like, supposed to like make yourself appear bigger. Like you open your jacket and you don't turn your back to it. Right. And then like what else? Like with a bear, you know what to do, right? If you run into a bear, no, you, you throw Gavin in the you ball, right? You, you kneecap Gavin and run. Have you heard like what to do if you run into a bear? Well, I'm from England. I'm well, you live in America a... now. Yeah. So. There's bears everywhere in Austin. <laughs> yeah. In England, they train you what to do if you run into French people. <laughs> but no, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to go to sleep, or like, not go to sleep. You're supposed to act like you're dead for a bear. There's no way in hell I would ever. You're like, oh, there's a bear over there. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> take, take, a nap. A, take a shower. <laughs> wash yeah. your face. The bear's like, holy shit, this guy's a badass. He doesn't care at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy's crazy. He must be on something. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. Venom. <laughs> and then... And then when you fall asleep, the bear cuddles up like a teddy bear, yeah, like, <laughs> and you hug it. No, but for a cat, it's the exact opposite, is that they have to train people in areas where there's big, like, mountain cats, that you do the opposite. That if you see a cat, you make a big commotion, and you make yourself look bigger, and if the cat comes at you, it says, in capital letters, fight. <laughs> you do not play dead for a cat. Cats love to fucking torture see, dead I'm, things. I've oh, never yeah. been in a proper fist fight. I've never had a guy come at me and swing. But do you just treat it the same way? Like, have you ever been in a fight? Yeah. What, are you going to open your jacket to some guy? And <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> you go, ah, and then you open your jacket up as big yeah. as you can. <laughs> I would assume I would fight it the exact same but way I'd fight a smaller cat. I'd just kick, like, not that I'd do this on a regular basis, <laughs> but I would just, like, kick and shit at the, at the, the mountain lion. But well, when, when a guy comes at you, it's all about the first whack, right? You don't want to be punched in the you face. You always want to be the guy who whacks first. <laughs> You know, it's true. It's true. If there's going to be a fight, you want to be the person who takes the first so, swing. If there's for sure going to be a fight. Yeah. But you don't do a manly thing. You you just go for, like, the stomach and the crotch, right? What? Like, I'm not going to actually have a fist fight with a person and swing at their head. Like, I'm going to try to get out of that situation. I would quickly. say the first shot that you take, you want to clock him in the jaw yeah, and yeah, knock him out. You want to try to knock him out. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think, like, with, with <laughs> the kind of mobility Brent you is, have in your neck. Brent is working the body right yeah. out of the gate. I love it. <laughs> no, 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 no. You get him in the stomach. Get him in the stomach and their wind gets taken out of them. You could run away. But, like, with as, as nimble as someone's neck is. It's not head, as nimble as you think. If um, you if you no, get no, no, no. solid, you're just trying to you're trying to get me off. You're trying to you're <laughs> wow. trying to we're talking about whacking right, dudes to get them off. I love it. No, off listen, most people cannot most most people can't take a punch like a good solid punch. I mean, there's fighters that can because they're trained to. Most people can't. They're watching YouTube fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find my head and my mind has gone funny. <laughs> yeah? yeah, yeah. Is that what happened? It makes a lot more sense. If you're being chased by a big dog, have you guys ever like you should, honestly have you guys ever been in a fight? Out of curiosity. Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah. Never. I, I've been on both ends of a one-punch fight, and they both, like, lasted the same amount of time, basically. I hit a dude, and he went down, and then I, I, I tried to break up a fight. And I remember there was these two guys, and they were hitting one guy, and I got in there, pushed one guy out of the way, and then went to go help the other guy. And I saw that the guy that I was trying to help was still get his ass kicked by the, by the other guy. And then I remember thinking, hey – what happened to the first guy? And then I woke up in the nurse's office. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how that worked. People said I just got clocked in the jaw, and I was just like, I was like, I didn't. Everybody stopped after I got clocked. And then I was like, hey. Oh, you ruined the fun. And I was like, hey, stop cutting out, everybody. And I was like, clearly, like, <laughs> clearly, like, out on my feet. And then they were like, you jump up, you clock the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> chill out. Yeah, the next thing I know, I'm in the nurse's office. Like, literally, instantaneously, like, that, those moments of my life are completely. So it's like gone. teleportation. Oh. It would be Pretty funny if, if that happened every time. Like, whenever someone wakes up, they literally continue the last thing they were doing. So everyone in the hospital would be like, what would be awesome is like to make flights faster and easier, the flight attendant punches you as you get on the plane. <laughs> Next thing you know, you come to, you're like in your destination city. You're like, oh, that was an easy flight. Thank you. Well, yeah, bouncers. <laughs> you, you woke up feeling great, though, because you're like, you don't remember getting clocked or embarrassed. I you're just like, not I was like awesome. feeling good at all. I get hit right here. Like, like <laughs> neck slash jaw oh. is where I got right hit. Right in the off box. Yeah, right in the, <laughs> right in the off button. That's the, that's the temple, right? That's the hard reset. Oh, Gavin, God, come on. Gavin, do you not know how to drink? Gavin, how did you had make alcohol your before. beer foam up 20 minutes after you opened it? I don't know. That's pretty impressive. I'll figure it out. If you're being chased by a big dog, go ahead. doesn't it make more sense, instead of trying to run away, because it will catch you and it will jump on your back and take you down, to charge it, to turn around and just like run in the opposite direction and use your weight you, to I, throw it off? I don't know. It's, how big of a dog are we talking German about? Shepherd. Does it have more momentum? It's going to have more momentum, and it's going to knock you down anyway. Yeah, but at least you are, you have some kind of control in the situation. Like, if he's just jumping on your back, you're done. Like, you have, what do you, you fight be, a dog like that. You're going to be the defense if, you're, if a dog is coming after you in any, like, any capacity at all. Like, there's enough. no way to get it. Like, no, no, I think you've got to bait him into biting your arm. and then Yeah, you've got to sacrifice a forearm if, in order to get a shot off. don't give the dog the arm, what does the dog do? Like, everyone neck, does neck, that. Goes feel your throat. Goes your well, neck. everyone does that. 
like they give the dog their arm, just don't do that. Like I think it goes for neck. Like this is to protect this. Yeah, I think I it's, just it's rotate, snapping like, at you. Spin, like oh. jump at it and then spin around and hit with your back. That way, hit it with your back. Yeah. There you go. That's, <laughs> so that's, we are that's, turning our back to the dog. Yeah, that's, that's the No, best, but you're not running away from it. You're still using your own attack. momentum and your own weight. So you're <laughs> running at it, and then the last second you spin yeah. around. You spin around. How do you hit something? How does that back? not make sense to you? It's like, wow, that fight was all like, I hit the shit out of me with his back. Yeah. <laughs> Tyson was great and all, but yeah. these new backfighters of our generation. They, <laughs> that's, that's like the yellow belt of karate. They just had to punch with you. Everyone's chopping wood and breaking yeah, concrete. Like, jumping <laughs> off, like, <laughs> smashing boards with their backs. Just a kid who grew up watching WWE, right? No, yeah. it'll work. What, what does not make sense about that? And if that doesn't work, you bust the, out the, a folding yeah, chair. The, chair. the dog's going to have a folding chair. And <laughs> your, back, your back is incredibly sensitive. Like, there's so much You know what's sensitive? Your throat. Okay, yeah, but your throat. I would argue your front's more sensitive yeah. than your back. Uh, I don't know, though. I, really? It just seems like... Well, no, my dick's no, on my front. But, no, but it's, easy, it's easier to protect stuff on the front. I can't block my back. Yeah. But if you get bitten in the back, that's better than getting bitten in the throat. I agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, then the throat, yes. So we all agree that I'm right. No. You no. said hit it with your back, Brandon. Still, yeah. yeah, you spin around and you hit it, but with your back. No, you're so sacrificing your back. You're <laughs> miss, I missed having you on the podcast. That's not what I said. I said you spin around and hit it with your back. You know what, Brandon? Let me tell you Same something. thing. How many podcasts have we made? 200. This is 206. 206, 206. podcasts. In the history of the podcast, repeating something has never made it seem smarter. <laughs> ever. Ever. Just you know, saying not, the exact same thing I'm again. Just, I'm not even not adding it information. Yeah. Just saying the same thing over and over. You're like Joel shouting DYY. <laughs> like no one understands. It doesn't matter. You oh, reiterate man. to make a point. Like practice. Alan Iverson video. Practice. Practice. No, but seriously, though, I don't understand why the move that people everyone does is this. Like you say, that's to protect your throat. Everyone just naturally gives their arms to the dog. But that's a reflex. So I've, I've why don't you just do this? It's like, per- turtle up. But I think I've it's protecting, like, turtle like, up. You hear a loud noise, and I do that, and I don't know why. Yeah. What is turtle up? Turtle, like, you turtle know, your neck. Like, to protect your throat, you can go like that. Yeah. As long as I get in my throat, if my throat doesn't No, exist. it will get to your throat. No, listen, if I it's get running- that. But also, I think the worst thing you could do is do you have a massive height advantage on a dog. A dog can jump, yes. But it's like that first initial charge, dodge that, and then the dog's got to come back around and get you. But you're still running at the dog. That's what I'm saying. No, you're <laughs> running at the dog. <laughs> yeah. Backwards, apparently, presenting your back. I hope one day I'm walking down the street with Brandon, and a big dog starts chasing us, because I'll be like, woof, this is easy. Yeah, no <laughs> Brandon's going to run right at the dog, and I'll be out of there. Brandon's going to run for running backwards towards the dog. <laughs> Brandon will immediately tear open the back of his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and turn around. I got this. And this massive back <laughs> attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I strained my back the other day. Oh. Yeah. I went to the doctor. <laughs> I went to the doctor, and I was like, I have this massive yeah. back pain I've had. It's actually a month for a month. And he's like, I just take some leave. I was like, I paid for this. No, I no. paid you twenty dollars. So he let so me he give you advice. Dead. Between the ages of eighteen and thirty-five, as a male, don't go to the doctor. They don't want to see you. They're like, get the fuck out of here. You're fine. They like they'll tell you the same advice every time. Lose weight, drink less. That's it. That's the only advice they give to men between 18 and 35. And after that, they start sticking stuff in your butt. <laughs> it works. I'm, yep. like, I'm like dreading the day I have to get that exam. It's like on my calendar a few years you, in the you future. Have not a you never exam. had a prostate exam? No. Well, is it 30 or 35 you're supposed to do that? It depends on whether or not you have a history of colon cancer in your family. I will look this up and All answer right. this Luckily, question. Luckily, 23 Stop. and me can uh, give me a good idea yeah, whether or not yeah. I'm uh, Science says I'm, I'm fine. My butthole is going to stay what do, virgin. What do people die of in your family? What do they die of? Uh, old age. Really? Yeah. Like, but people in my family live a long time. Like, I have a lot of relatives who hit 100. It's bad news for you, right? Yeah, I know. It's really, really unfortunate. Wait, you, uh, I thought you had your my shotgun great, plan, right? My great-grandmother 
I think she was 110 when she finally... No, no, no. She was like 108 when she Jesus. finally died. She used to tell stories about her older sisters running guns for Pancho Villa across the U.S.-Mexico border. Badass. That's pretty cool. Do you think cool. it gets really inconvenient for super old people? Like when they select yes. their date of birth, it's like right at the bottom of the list. They have to scroll that's, that's, that's probably a relatively new uh, <laughs> yeah. thing. What's going to be your story when you're 110? Like she ran, you know... He's before the internet. But that's going to be cool to people. Like, you're going to tell that story. Oh, yeah. is there before the internet? Yeah. They're going to be like, ooh. Be like, I'm number yeah. one on Rock Band. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, while you're looking that up, I'm going to read this here for you. Uh, so I want to remind everyone that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Carbonite. Uh, do you back up your files, your computer files, as often as you should? Can you access your files anytime, anywhere? If not, you should try Carbonite Online Backup. Carbonite is cloud backup that's automatic and continual. Plus, you can access your backed-up files on any computer or on your smartphone or tablet with a free Carbonite app. Unlimited backup space for your PC or Mac is just $59 a year. And if you run a small business, Carbonite has plans that will back up all your computers, servers, and external hard drives for a low, flat annual fee. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com. No credit cards required. And if you use offer code ROOSTERTEETH, you get two free bonus months if you decide to buy. That's Carbonite.com, offer code ROOSTERTEETH. I, I don't know what happened, but I think I heard a scream from the control room. It wasn't a scream. It was a, oh, <laughs> it's because the thing, yeah. so, uh, the green screen was up. Yeah, it's Carbonite, C-A-R-B-O-N-I-T-E. I could use that shit. Did you know what happened to me? So hey, Brent, I, it says all your data is backed up. It's safe from dogs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they put so, a big inflatable back around the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> So I was trying, I have an external hard drive that I move around, like I put stuff oh, on. Is, I, okay, go ahead, uh, sorry. I haven't heard this yet. It's great. Oh, you haven't? Okay, so, so I, have an external, I have an external hard drive that I literally, you know, I'll, I'll move it from the office. If I have, like, work up here, I can move files onto it, take it home, work at home, whatever. And um, so I brought it home, and I was going to, um, like, I needed, I was going to clear it out because I had some stuff I want to put on it. So I went, I hit, I hit the drive on my, my Mac Finder, and then it just hit Apple A, you know, control, or Apple Delete or whatever, Control Delete, and it's empty trash. And then realize I just erased one of my internal hard drives. It was my, it was my archive drive, which had files in it from like seven, eight years ago, like old video oh projects. Had all of my music, had like tons of my photos. Were you in the process of, of organizing your music? Too? Yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> so I remember, I remember as it was erasing, the, the first thing that struck me as like something's wrong with this was it was erasing forty nine thousand files. And I was like, hmm, that's something not is good. amiss and here. Then like then immediately, as soon as it finished, I was like. Oh my god! So I, I I erased. I thought initially I thought it was 800 gigs worth of stuff. It was 1.7 terabytes worth of stuff that I erased. Wow! Oh wow! And uh, yeah, that's that was a nightmare. Isn't so it crazy that an individual could have 1.7 terabytes of data or I, more. I have more. Yeah, no, 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 he's, yeah. he certainly has more. But, but like video footage and all so, that. So I mean, ultimately, I found a, like recovery program that I was able to get a lot of it back. But the problem is now. Um, it like when when you erase something, it, there's like a table that, that has all the names of your files. Yeah. And that table gets erased, and it's just gone. It's file so, allocation table. Yeah. And so once that thing is gone, um, when it recovered all these these files, like it recovered all my stuff, it'd be like MP3 001, MP3 002, God, you know, Photo so JPEG 001. So nothing is labeled. There's no directory tree anymore. And I, I guess you can't sort by date. Anymore. No, because no, it's, all, it's all recovered from the same exact time. It's a little different. And not only that, but um, when we do, so we capture video, we capture in our codec is photo JPEG. Yeah. And f basically, that, that is basically a, a container file that is, has a bunch of photos. Yeah, so that container file broke. 
So all of my photo JPEG captures are now just giant. Like, this is JPEGs. It's really? Just thousands of JPEGs to make one movie that. file. Holy so, crap. So, like, those are all trash. But should, no, 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 just hit, just open them all in QuickTime. Well, I mean, but the audio, the, the sync to them is all gone too, and right. so it's like it's just a huge pain in the well, ass. Well, when you when this you is old it. stuff, so I mean, losing that wasn't the worst personal thing in the world. Personal stuff, though. Uh, a lot of personal stuff, yeah. Wow. But and also, from what I can tell, I think any file over two gigs you can't recover, like or it doesn't recover properly. Wow. Or yeah, like you just that. mess up your file system. It sounds yeah. Like. So it's just like yeah. that, I mean, it was it was one of the worst nights I've had in a long time. There's I did it and just like immediately just like sank in my chair and was like. There's a significantly small portion of your hard drive that if you lose that part, your whole hard drive is screwed. It's basically like the table of contents. Yeah. Not even that. It's like, it's like start here. This is the block to start where data starts, and like everything else is relative based on that. Just because there's no – you often when you save like a two-gig file, you don't have a continuous block of two-gig free. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. You have pointers. like a, yeah, a pointer file that says this here, this here, this here. Yeah. But anyway. I th- I, this, that's at least when I was a computer science student getting my degree. <laughs> that's the way it worked. It probably works entirely differently now. So I don't recommend uh, erasing an entire drive worth of stuff. That is a very bad day. I don't think you need to tell me and Gus about that. Me and Gus are so paranoid about data. Like I will call Gus into my office and I'll say, what's up? And I will have disk utility open. And I'll say, I'm formatting a hard drive. I'm initializing a drive. I go, I'm initializing this drive, which I am identifying as that drive right there. Is that correct? Gus won't even miss a beat. He will go, why are you bothering me with this? Gus goes, that is correct. That is that drive. And like we'll sit there and go, okay, click. But still, it makes me nervous because I'm like, he's calling me in here, so if he fucks up, it's my fault. It's <laughs> yeah. like there's no yeah. winning for me. And you will yeah. never like, hear the end of I it. I will only be the asshole in this Just situation. Just deflects blame onto you. Nice. <laughs> the other day, you performed hard drive surgery. I did, man. I was so proud of that, too. I'm picking a hair out of the air. There was hair. a... Bernie brought a hard drive in that when it was it was an internal drive that when it was plugged in it wouldn't even spin up nothing it was it acted like it was dead. Then he did some crazy Google searches and found out that sometimes drives get overvoltaged and there's like a little capacitor that burns out on the board on the PCB on the hard drive. So he opened up the drive <laughs> and cut out that little chip from the PCB board and then put it all back together, and then the hard drive started working again. Wow, That's yeah. That's the crazy cool. thing I learned about it too is that the 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 little I guess little circuit board that controls the hard drive it's about this big on a normal size hard drive and on a, like a SATA this one was uh, that thing's not even screwed on there that thing's like held in place by just like the outside case there was no like screws that bolt that to that yeah. so I got what are they called flush cut uh, yeah. snippers and and then I went through and I went down to Home Depot and got them cut this little resistor off at this one point and then it worked again the problem is now the drive is not reliable because it doesn't have that overvolt protection. It's just one little resistor that it burns out to protect the drive, but so nobody like knows a, that, so they toss fuse. the drive out. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, but hardwired onto the circuit board. Like, and the weird thing was we had another drive that was almost identical to that one that we were going to throw away anyway. It was in my office, so we brought it out and like, looked at it and compared it, and like, Bernie practiced on that one <laughs> to make <laughs> sure we knew you know, what we were doing. I was like, so nice. goddamn proud of myself like after that. Was so, what's that? Is that what it's called, like fake body that you practice on, or dead body? Cadaver. Yeah. Cadaver. Yeah. We did our, our practice surgery first and then did it. I'd say, too, it was my girlfriend's drive because she moved from Australia. And so the, what, it got overvolted because they have 220 down there. And so we just put the wrong voltage on it, I guess, when we were setting the stuff back up. It zapped it. I felt responsible for it, so I was going to fix this thing. So I was, like, super proud of the fact that I fixed this drive. She didn't care at all. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like more I explained. if you opened a jar. <laughs> <laughs> a jar of hard drives. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, I was, I was impressed. I was like, oh, wow, Bernie looked all this shit up. And but did you blow him that night? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like man, it's all my pants are a little tight now. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. So did you ever find out when men are supposed to get a finger stuck up their butt? Yeah, so it says you're supposed to get uh, told by your doctor, but apparently 40 is what 
According to Yahoo Answers, <laughs> uh, 40 is the age when you should get a colonoscopy, or earlier if you have a history. 40, all right. Uh, some, some are saying 52, at the age of 50. Huh. What uh, if you look that, that, that seems a lot older. <laughs> it's a lot older than I thought it was. I thought it was 30 or 35. No, 40 sounds right to me. No, if you got a history of it, your family. Nope, 40 fine. I wish it was 50. <laughs> so you don't want a doctor to pop a finger I don't want anything up my butt. This lube, it's not like it's going to... It doesn't matter. Now, you're talking about a prostate exam. Yeah. That is different than a colonoscopy. Yeah, oh, okay. Prostate exam's the finger. Mm. Or <laughs> I think it's two. Yeah, two is it two? Yeah. No, no it's, it's one. Because <laughs> <laughs> his eyes got super big all Yahoo, what? Yahoo, answer it. It's like, oh, wait. Let's see what Google autocompletes when I type in how many fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, put it up. On. No, 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 we don't want to put that online. <laughs> oh, God. All right. What, what, okay, this is how many fingers. What is? Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I typed in how many fingers. <laughs> Good God. What does it say? I typed in how many fingers, and it auto-completed. This is the number one search for how many fingers. <laughs> Does a person have? How many what? fingers does a, does a person, person have? How many fingers does a person have? <laughs> wow. Oh God, internet, you are so dumb. How many fingers can you fit? And then that doesn't say anything. <laughs> well, there you go. And how many, how many fingers do cats How many fingers do cats have? How many fingers can you fit if you put a space <laughs> at the end of it? What is that? I'm complaining. Yeah, yeah, what how many fingers does a person have? <laughs> One search for fingers. All right. So, uh, what's the answer? How many fingers in a prostate? How Whoa. many fingers? <laughs> Be careful here. Safe search on I even looked up. I said, "How many fingers in a?" And the autocomplete is, "How many fingers in a human hand?" <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? How many fingers in a prostate exam? Oh, surprisingly, this has never been asked before on Google. What to expect from a prostate exam? Oh God. One finger, Brandon. Okay. So <laughs> calm down. Index. Nice. You must have paid extra. No, yeah, no. he was really aggressive. We just watched a clip from uh, Indeed Abroad, the uh, the, <laughs> the Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, Carl Pilkington show. Uh-huh. And I guess the end of one of the seasons, Carl Pilkington actually got his prostate checked, while Stephen uh, St- <laughs> Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais were sitting there listening in on headphones and watching a video oh, of him God. doing it. It was like six minutes long. It's some of the funniest damn thing ever. It's it's great. So. I've got the. I mean, I've got the prostate checked. That's a normal thing, a part of like a normal physical. Well, really, a pretty that's, extensive one. That's what I'm thinking. When, is, when does that start? The prostate exam thing. Yes. I, I got that in my twenties, man. Really? Yeah. So I, I would do a dude. I used to go to a general practitioner who was an old military doctor. Fuck that! Don't do that. That yeah. guy was like, <laughs> no, you know, he was way too involved with my junk. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, hernias and all that stuff. If, if you ever met anybody who had a hernia anymore? My, well, not, my father had a hernia. Yeah, actually. well, it's, it's, like, it's like an old dude thing. Like, brain with a bad back. I don't know people who have bad backs anymore. That's like a dude from the 50s. Comes home from work with a bad back yeah, and gets a hernia. It. I was working out. You were? Pumping yeah. iron. But did, not. Did you really? I, did you hurt your back doing bench press? Is that what you did? Probably. Because when you get to the last few, you just, like, use that, your back. That's use your back form. to finish it. Bad form. Yeah, know. but I got it done. <laughs> Apparently, and then you're in the doctor's office. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have a strong back for fighting dogs. What were you going to say, Gavin? Well, the prostate is an area of, you know, it, it rouses you, right? Yeah. Go on. Go ahead. <laughs> Did it feel good? No. No? no? You haven't had something, even a finger stuck in my butt. Did, uh, feel good. did he get you in the mood? I have to admit. Did he put on, <laughs> some, put on <laughs> some music? <and> Nothing. <laughs> ask you how you're doing. No, that's actually apparently what Gavin is saying. I think that you can, uh, you can get somebody off by massaging the prostate. Which of course is something we've that all only, seen road trip. We only know, we exists know this. only exists in the male. So 
That, wait, what? Yeah, there's no prostate in women. Oh, really? No prostate That's gland. why they don't get prostate exams. Oh. That's why they don't get prostate cancer either. Fat play? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that video? Uh, I, think it was, I think I saw it last week on YouTube of the guy who's in a single-engine propeller plane and the carburetor freezes. What? Oh, God. He's like a passenger. They're somewhere over Utah, and the carburetor freezes, and so they begin an uncontrolled descent. And so he, bring, he busts out his iPhone and starts recording video. It's, it's, he's in the plane with the pilot, his wife, his mother-in-law, and their, their baby. Oh, God, oh, Jesus. He's, so he's like, I'm sure everything's going to be fine. And the pilot's like, we need, a, we need to find a field or something. We've got, we got to put this thing down. Un- wow. Uncontrolled descent is such a you know, calm way to yeah, describe like, crashing. And then like, when they hit the ground, <laughs> you, like, you see like, the camera flies out of his hand. And then when they finally get it again and, like, get out of the plane, it's upside down. And it's, like, all, all fucked up. But they all got out of it okay. She's like, see, I told you we'd be fine. I was like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. You had nothing to do with this. Good God. He's like, and he goes to the pilot, sorry about your plane, man. And the pilot's just like, what? <laughs> I love people walking away from massive disasters like that. Like, there's that clip of the, the big truck crashing and the guy actually comes flying through the, the windscreen. Yeah, and he just oh, he right. kind of grabs it as he's cartwheeling over and just lands. And he literally just walks off. He's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, that was a close one. Have you ever been like a car accident or something where you just, you're in shock afterwards? You're just like, what the hell just happened to me? Are most people? Well, I mean, like, I mean, some people you're like, like you crash your car and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I knew a dude who saw, he was, he was getting a pizza. He was walking to the pizza place. And he saw a car come around a corner, hit a curb and roll and skid on its roof. And the woman inside was just screaming. And he went over and tried to help her out. But he realized that as he was running over, he ripped his shirt off. <laughs> and he was like, why did I do that? And he was just there topless, like, with this woman. Who did this? <laughs> One of my friends in England. Really? Yeah. That's just, like, like Superman. So he's like, oh, there's nothing there. Well, did he get her out? Yeah, he got so her out. Then, well, yeah, did he, did he flip it. the car over himself or anything no. cool like that? No. no. One time, uh, <laughs> when, I was, thing. <laughs> when I was going to, to college, awesome. we had gone to the liquor store that was, like, kind of down the road from where I went to school. And we were driving back to university, and um, it's, a, it's kind of a major street in Houston. And we got to the light. The light was red. Obviously, we were waiting to make a left turn. Light turned green. The car in front of us didn't go. And then the light turned red again. We're like, what the fuck? The light turned green. The car didn't go again. And it turned red. We're like, okay, something's wrong. So we got out of the car and walked up to the car in front of us. And it was an SUV. It was like a Ford Expedition or something. And there was like this tiny blonde woman at the wheel, drunk, passed out. Like, her, the car was still in drive, but her foot was on the brake. Oh, Jesus. And she was just like... Wow, she's lucky. Yeah, she was just, like, asleep, slumped over. Uh, so it's like, well, we have to get her off the road. So it's like, we had to push this woman out of the way from the driver's seat. But then as we pushed her, her foot came off the brake. Oh, so the car oh. starts going to the intersection. So we're, like, chasing after her. Like, oh, my jump in, And then we, like, pulled it into, like, a gas station that was there at the intersection. And then, like, as we parked it and turned it off, she, like, kind of stirred. She's like, what's going on? We're like, you, you got to get a cab or something like that. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> So we called her a cab and put her in it. I think <laughs> gave her keys. in Austin, uh, there was this woman who had a heart attack while she was driving on a highway. So the car was just kind of swerving. And this kid driving a pickup went in front of her and then just kind of, like, you know, put on his brakes and slowed down her car just by stopping. It's hmm. a lot of balls. Yeah. That's, <laughs> a, like, that's a hell of a get, get out of here. Uh, yep. Is there a way that I can send a video to the screen so we you can take a look at it? You can pull it up on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to manually pull it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look out, passed out, redlining car on YouTube. This is a dude I remember from a stadium where he was drunk after a football game. Gets in his car. Oh. Gets get turns it. That's it right top. The, yeah. You know, I got to say something real quick. This one right. Oh, shit. Never mind. Go ahead. 
So he, he passed out with his foot on the gas, but the car's in park. Jesus. And he's just redlining his own car in park. We'll post this in the link dub for people listening to the audio podcast. And for the so people watching on the video, there we go. Like smoking. So wait, what's this guy doing? Is he passed out? So he's, he's passed he's, out drunk, and he's got his foot on the accelerator. So you can hear the engine is like yeah. revving. Oh, like he's, he's in redlining that car. He's probably in park. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to gas himself. He's like going eight thousand. This guy's like. <sighs> yeah, like all right. Well. Oh, he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that engine, that poor, poor engine. E-bombs world. That's an old website. I've heard of How much damage do you think he did to that car? I don't know. He ruined it. I like that you can tell it's an older video because it's 4-3. <laughs> you know, like going up to the guy looking in the window. <laughs> you're wearing a Philly shirt? So it's, I'm in Philadelphia, I'm guessing. There's I think a, they sell Philly shirts other places rather than well, just but No, if it's at a, at a game or something, There's I a, figured, you know, it's, it's an embargo. Could be an away game. Dude, you're fucking blowing up your car. I feel for that dude, man. He probably did about, like, $5,000 of damage to his car. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. But he's sitting there smoking. God, that engine is gone. Is he still out? Yeah, he's still out. He's still out. Oh. I'm sure he had a good time. He'll have no fucking idea. He will wake up and wonder what the fuck happened. He's like you getting knocked out. He'll yeah. wake up. <laughs> you should put him in the passenger seat. He'll wake up in hospital like this. Poor yeah. bastard, dude. God, I mean, crazy. it's hard to feel sorry for somebody who gets in a car that drunk. But yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you reach a point, too, where it's like you just can't make good decisions when you're, you're drunk enough, you know? Yeah, it's tough. We went to an after party after the streamies, um, which I guess I should talk about, too. And I did something I haven't done in years where, like, everyone's happy and celebrating and uh, a bunch of people did tequila shots. They gave me a tequila shot, and I did it. Game over. No, yeah, normally done. I was smart. I got lucky this time, and it wasn't game over. Usually, if I have a night where I get so drunk and make a fool of myself, and I can't remember what happened, usually the last thing that I remember is taking a shot. That's yeah. usually like the last. <laughs> yeah, thing. the last memory is the feeling of a glass and the ceiling, and you know it's bad. Like yep. you were just tipping your head back. Yep. For that shot of tequila, and it's gone. Or awesome. And then you wake up the next morning. My body knows. It so, gets... but, but that didn't happen this time. No, it didn't happen this time. It was okay this time. We had a. We was a because I think because we moved from place to place a bunch of times. We went. We started off that there was a streamies had an official uh, after party. Then we went to like there's all these digital studios now that I don't think most people even know exist online. Like there's uh you know I guess well the one that's uh, most associated with us is Machinima. They're a big network. But then right. there's a bunch of other ones like Maker um, and uh, the Collective and a bunch of other big ones. And they they they're like studios and they. Through these parties after the streamies, so we kind of went from one to the next and had a good time. Uh, you said Maker, and it made me uh, think about this. We uh, we've been talking with the people, the company that makes those Maker bots, those three D printers. I'm oh, yeah. we talked about this on the podcast last time about Barbara's great idea of what to do with our three D printer. Yeah, well, we yeah we confirmed uh, today they're coming to RTX. They're going to bring a few uh, units with them to demo. Sweet, and that's units. cool. And uh, they're going to so as a result, we're going to have uh, uh, one or two of those printers here at the office. Um, nice. Why well, look at the grin on your face, dude? It's just like you guys are going to be just devious with those things. Well, we have to learn how to model a dick in, <laughs> in Maya first, and then we can learn print how to model. Dude, you what? ever been on the internet? You can download a model of a dick. I download a dick that you can import into Maya. <laughs> you want to download a car? So yeah, I'm, re- I'm really, really. We I got to see those printers in action at uh, when I went to Dice. So I'm re- really excited to to get one here, so we can print some stuff up. There's a 3D model that was just made. And I'll wait to reveal till we get it printed out. But I don't know if you've seen it in the back. Oh yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's, 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 that's that's going to be a winner. That. That's going to be a winner. Yeah. 
But it, it's, it's... Nice it, vague conversation there. <laughs> so we were looking up, before we started the podcast, I was showing JJ uh, some, some videos of this 3D printer in action. And uh, one of the related videos, in, we didn't click on it, so I don't know if it's legit or not, but one of the related videos in the YouTube was uh, how to print a real working 3D gun. Oh, look, there's a oh, 3D <laughs> well, model. First search, yeah, model of a penis. Do you want to stream that? Human penis. <laughs> there you go. Barbara, does, it, does this pass your quality check? There you go. <laughs> no. Big Barb. Not great. It's great. It's too flaccid for Barbara. <laughs> N- none of veins. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that, that's it. That's, so they'll, they'll be there, and we're going to have some uh, in the office. Is it true that there's some PS4 news happening tomorrow? Tomorrow. Some what? Oh, yeah. Or well, today, if you're listening to the audio podcast. Right. Yeah, on, on Wednesday, I think at 5 p.m. Central Time. I might do this one. I might do PS4. You might? Yeah. yeah. If they change the controller to well, they, have you seen decent, the, it's the same have controller. Have you seen the concept? No. It's, it's the same controller, but with like a touchscreen. How the, the Vita has the touch. It's a touchpad. The yeah. touchpad stuff on the back. Now it's got it on the front. So it's the same, like, dopey. Mm-hmm. Nah. What makes, you, what makes you want to go to the PS4 if you didn't care for the PS3? Like, what's different? What are you. The rumor is that it will launch later this year. I think they said October or November. Yeah, yeah, but we're due. We'll, we'll find out for certain. We're due for new consoles. Uh, PS3 thought... launched in 2006, so by this fall it'll only be I guess seven years old. Yeah, I thought there were ten-year cycles. That's what they, what they said. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but ten years as opposed to what were they before? They were like five, if that. If that, really? Yeah, yeah. the Xbox, Xbox 2001, three, yeah, yeah four, yeah. What, what about Nintendo? Like, Nintendo is Super Nintendo. Like, what, what was that launch well, that's, a, that's a different world, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean... Like, 88 and then 94? Right? 86 no, and 94? Nintendo, I think Nintendo no. was 88. I think Super Nintendo was 92, I thought. Right? It Let's used to look be it a, the, Back then, consoles would come out with such massive release gaps between countries. Yeah. I yeah. think it came out... In, the Super Nintendo came out in Japan almost two years before it came out in Europe. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Can you imagine it just, like, waiting two years for the console? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I got annoyed when Halo 2 came out one day before in America than it did in England. Well, I mean, this I mean, this might be good. So, I mean, this might be a good thing for um, Xbox, the next generation Xbox. Then, I mean, oh, I, 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 I would assume they're going to be head to head. Yeah, I can't imagine Microsoft allowing PlayStation to get a year jump on them. So, so yeah, I, I, it's happened so in the, the past. Yeah, the the I PS2 so. came out a year before the original Xbox, but then the 360 came out a year before the PS3. No, to no. illustrate yeah. this, really, Super yeah. Nintendo. Japanese release date for Super Nintendo was November 21st, 1990. Uh, American, North America, was August 23rd, 91. Europe was April 11th, 92. And then Australia was July 3rd, 1992. So it came out almost two years in Australia, two years after it came out in Japan. Hmm. Which is crazy because Australia is right there next to Japan. So they must have been. Are they the same region for DVD encoding? I think they're separate. Yeah. Is there still still region encoding for Blu-rays? Yes, but they have letters now instead of numbers. Okay. Would you consider the Super Nintendo to be a very successful console? I think so. Yes. How many units do you think it sold? It's going to be low. It's going to be a lot lower. 40 million. How many? Yeah, okay. Do you want to guess? (laughs) 41 million. 50 million. 49 million. I think the Nintendos were all winners until the GameCube, right? I mean, the GameCube really... Let's look it up. Well, uh, speaking of bad them. controllers, what, that was like a... Yeah, that was yeah, awkward. Were, had that, like all the different buttons with the, that were different shapes. Yeah. Like the, that bean button. That was a 10-year cycle. Super Nintendo to GameCube, that was 10 years. But Nintendo 64. Oh, you're right. Sorry. I forgot about that one. What one was the NES? Uh, I think it was so 85. Was, the, was Nintendo... Hold on a second. I'll look this was it that no, no, no. It wasn't that long. It was 86, I think. Really? Hmm. In the U.S. at least, right? So yeah. we're saying the NES... The release date was July 15th, 1983 in Japan. Okay. Wow. America was October of 85. 
So it was like six years on that one. So, pretty right. typical. Mm, all right. Well, I, I'm excited. I, I'm ready to see the next generation consoles. I, I'm really curious to see how they're going, going to incorporate more online aspects. Like, I mean, Xbox Live this generation has been amazing. Yeah. And the idea of doing, like, I, I actually, of all places, I heard on Fox News, they were talking about the PS4 announcement. Like, I was driving around, and I heard on the radio, and I was like, what, really, that they're talking about this? And they were saying that it's going to stream PS3 games. I've like, where you can actually, like, buy a game and stream it and play it. I, like, maybe not even have a When you say copy. stream, well, you say... Well, it's like OnLive was doing yeah, that's, that, that's yeah. where you could buy a game and then just start playing it right Did away. Did that work out? Not for them. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I, that's kind of interesting. I, like, it, that's sort of, the, if that's going to be their solution for backwards compatibility, that's... Interesting. That's not a necessarily a solution. You still need a hardware to decode and to play the title. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're not taking old games, you're not putting old media in and trying to redo it. You know? Yeah, but I mean, that, that's no different at all, Jack. It still has to run the same software. What From is the, the hardware perspective, there's no difference as to whether the, the machine receives physical media or a streamed uh, piece of data. Well, but, but then how does OnLive work? It just it just streams it. The session is created remotely, I believe. Okay, so and it run remotely. How do we not how do we not know that's what it's going to be for the PS3? I see. I'm on the PS4. Well, my PS Jack just fucking destroyed me right there on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, what's up? My PS3 I'm, has I'm hardware compatibility that they took away. <laughs> yeah. It has the PS2 chip in just it. Walk it off. I'm done. Yeah. Let's take and it then they fucked everyone else. Yeah, I've got that. What's the best selling console of all time? PS2. How many units sold? 180 million. I thought it was 130. 153 million, wow. as of, according to Wikipedia. What does the Xbox 360 have now? Uh, 70. The, the Xbox 360 has outsold the Nintendo Entertainment System wow. worldwide. I would not have thought that was the case. Well, In fact, the NES is like, I thought Nintendo would probably have the lead on everybody just from, you know, I mean, every mother in America calls every video game system the Nintendo. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's kind of the brand for what means video game console. But no, it's like everything else is pretty much outsold the NES. Well, well the funny thing is that doesn't necessarily guarantee success. Like you think about Xerox machines. How Xerox well, nothing became exists like, anymore, yeah, right? The, yeah, it became the term for photocopying stuff. And Xerox doesn't do shit. Band-Aids, yeah. Band-Aids though, <laughs> still number one. Um, what, uh, what was I going to say? I completely forgot what I was about to talk about. Well, I wanted to be sold at 153 million units. Yeah, no, okay. So the, isn't it something like the last 25 months the Xbox 360 has outsold every other console? Like out, like yeah. the last twenty five months in a row, yeah. like that's impressive, and I, I just I, I I'm really having trouble seeing Sony making up that. Like, like, but I mean, I mean, get an early launch and have a good. Yeah, but you would have said the same exact thing with the PS2 versus the Xbox. Yeah, I mean the, the PS2, PS2 had a huge lead yeah. over the original Xbox, and yeah. the PS2's life cycle was more. It didn't end when the PS3 came out. It they was at least two stopped, years. I think they just stopped production of PS2s like within the last think, six months. Honestly, the PS2 may may have hurt the PS3. Like, the PS2 yeah. was so popular, it may have hurt the actual, you know... Yeah, God of War 2 came out, like, I think when the PS2 was ending. Yeah. Like, a major release while it was still winding down. Hmm. You know, it really got hurt by its popularity was the Wii. The Wii sold 99 million units. It's the best-selling Nintendo console, the Wii. Because Every, everybody owns one. Yeah. No one plays it. No one plays them. Yep. They just sit there gathering dust. It's going to kill that fucking Wii U, and the Wii U is a great console. Are there... It's tremendously fun. Gavin yeah. and I were talking about this earlier. Are there any... Games with a head-to-head aspect like New Super Mario Brothers had on the DS. Yeah, Mario Brothers on uh, head-to-head. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wii U, you can play a cooperative mode, but you don't have to play so cooperative because you can like when someone's playing on the controller, <coughs> traditional Mario style, you can sit there with the Wii U pad and just add like areas like platforms for them to jump up. Like you can. That's make- originally what I thought Forge was going to be in Halo Three. Like when they did the first announcement of Forge, there was there were people fighting, and then people would drop them tanks and you guns can totally and stuff. fight though. Yeah, I know what you mean though. You know what confused me by that was 
the, the budget that you have in Forge. Because they, they assigned, a, I guess, a dollar value to it because that made that sense to people. That was always to me. And, but it's like, you know, every video game comes with a budget, like a resource budget, that they can't do things because, like, oh, we can't draw the distance to infinity because we just don't have the budget to do that uh, with the way the game is built in the engine. So I guess the way they associate that was actually making a budget, a dollar budget yeah. in Forge. That's interesting. Do you guys watch the Destiny stuff? Yeah. 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 yeah? Looks awesome. Really? Yeah. It's, I, I forgot the style that Bungie has. Like, Halo 4 came out, mm-hmm. awesome game. But then in this trailer, I just like got all these weird Halo 3 kind of feelings, like the, the style that Bungie does, uh, showing all these symbols and patterns, and then... Even they, the music. Like yeah. The, yeah. It's like, oh, I remember this. Well, this their really... Vidocs in general, too, are like very yeah. specific to Yeah, them. and then you see all the familiar faces from yeah. the old ones. It's, it's, I'm really excited about it. Uh, and we, we don't really know what it is, though. Uh, like, they, what format it is. They gave it's, it's quite just, a bit of information, I thought. It's just like a first-person shooter, yeah. except in a giant world. It's like a persistent people. world. Living world, is what they said. Yes. And well, the one thing I found really, really interesting is the fact they, like I mentioned this in Awu, is that they didn't announce what platforms it was going to be on. You can no. pre-order it on the 360 and PS3. Okay, but does that necessarily mean it's true? Linked though? from the Bungie website. Okay, but also it's not coming out this year, which is kind of surprising. So, which means if there is a PS4 coming out, it'd be it'd be on the older console. Well, it is tough. Well, they also talked about how they wanted this to have a, like a, a, a ten-year ten cycle yeah, yeah. and move forward. So you so think that like, would well? Transcend. Does that mean the universe though, or does that mean the, the title? Uh, they're talking the about universe. Th- yeah. So yeah, Kotaku did a breakdown. Like apparently they went through their contract. Like they went through their contract with, with uh, Activision. Right. They were actually put like pulling parts and like talking about sort of like not add-on packs, but basically what would be like the sequels that are all still going to be in the same game. Almost like like World of Warcraft, where the world still exists but things change and they kind of alter things around you know in the game. So I- I'm really curious to see how it's going to work out. I know Microsoft has been very anti MMO for their consoles. So this is kind of, and I'm, I'm curious to see how, like, if it's going to be two separate worlds where there's the PlayStation people over here and the Microsoft, or and the Xbox people over here, or well, it's all going to be one big I'm sure it'll thing. be separated. Like, the user bases will be so big, it won't really matter about well, mixing. Who knows? I mean, we don't, we, you know. Well, why not integrate them? Yeah. Be kind of cool. That, well, that'd be fun just to be like, you know, the Xbox versus the, the PS guys, you know, like, have, <laughs> having those battles. Like, all right. You know, I, for, I think the whole Xbox versus uh, PS, PlayStation thing is just, it's irrelevant anymore like they're both making shit loads of money like hand over fist it's like who sells more consoles they're they're all they're both just doing crazy crazy amounts as opposed to like if you look at the previous generations where i think it was much more contingent on how many units were sold i think people i think the reason people argue is not like number of consoles sold it's quality of titles yeah. and first party development but now the quality the- of services offered too yes. is a big deal and also like the way in which they release those services microsoft has a policy of Paid services, like Xbox Live, you have to pay for, but you don't have to play for the PlayStation Net. I mean, you can look at like I mean, it's interesting to see in a massive market how those two services have done. Like the PlayStation Network has been kind of like this nonstop nightmare, in my opinion, with like the hacks and all that stuff, and just like the inconsistent experience that you have on it. But it's free. But it's free. But it's free. Some of the rumors are that they're with the PS4, they're going to migrate to a paid platform like Xbox Live Gold. Really? Yeah. They, they, I believe what I read was they're going to call it uh, PlayStation World mm-hmm. instead of PlayStation Plus, and that it'll be like live where you have to pay a yearly cost, a yearly fee for it. That being said, the fact that Xbox seems to have so much paid DLC on it too, it's like I like it's a double-edged sword. I like the fact that developers can continue to support the game and they continue to develop the game afterwards. But then also, it's like everything has DLC now. And not every, not every game should have DLC. I hate to say it. You know what I mean? No. It's like yeah. some games I just want to play at launch and play for a month and then that's it. 
And I don't want to come back later and play, like, six months later, play new characters. Well, a lot of games don't suit that. What? I can't go back to Mass Effect after having not played it. That's why I never play Mass Effect DLC. You know, you never play any of it. Come back and I had no idea how to play this game anymore. I played it solidly for probably a week and then didn't play it for six months. I absolutely did. When I when I recently got back into the DLC, I picked it up and it was like two minutes of what? What? Then it was I was, oh, right, back. I was right back into it. I guess I gave up really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you think it would start to be a part of DLC is like an orientation part again, like just getting people back of how to play again. That's a common thing everybody runs into. That like when I get DLC, I have to relearn the game. Yeah, but why not just start a new? A new, fresh game from the beginning to relearn the controls. You're like, all right, fuck it. And then well, just jump back like, like Grand Theft Auto, when they did a... Uh, because I don't, restart, I don't want another... Restart a Mass Effect game? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want another fucking tutorial. Yeah. Well, but even, even like, uh, what was... Like, start college well, over again. Uh, <laughs> what was the the first DLC, for, or the first big DLC for Grand Theft Auto 4, the Angels in the Damned or something? Lost in the Damned. Lost in the Damned. Yeah. They had that because it was a whole motorcycle thing, and they kind of retaught you how to drive motorcycles, and they added some new mechanics there. And that was, I mean, that's basically what you're talking about. It's kind of getting you well, back into the... to drive. In GTA. Well, no, it's, you know, it's kind of get, getting reattuned to the world. I think we've mentioned this before, too. A game that does that really well, that just, like, it assumes you haven't played in a little while, and it kind of, like, gets you back in. Borderlands does that really well. Yeah. Like, Borderlands tells you what you're working on. Like, here's, here's the quest you're on, and it, like, rereads the quest to you and starts you over when you, when you log back in in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't know how long you've been gone, essentially. Let me ask you this. Doesn't it seem like the era of third-party exclusivity is over? Third-party I mean, exclusivity. Like, you have games that are made by... Um, Sony, like a ton of games, and those are exclusive to the PlayStation. But if you look at the PS2 and how many games were exclusive to the PS2 that weren't owned by Sony... Like what? It was a ton. Give me one example. Uh, the Metal Gear franchise. Metal Gear's not owned by Sony? Konami. No, it's Konami. Okay. I mean, well, there's a ton. Like, it's, I mean, but, but, it's, this but, is just like... That's not the case. What about tw- I was just thinking Twisted, saying, metal, like, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal is, I think, the Sony Online Entertainment. Did is that it one. Sony? Yeah. It's, it's so. astronomical if you look at the list of PS2 exclusives, but now it's everybody's making for all the consoles. Well, I think, so I it's think like it's, the level of difference between the consoles isn't so much game-related as it is the experience. I, I think it's more that, you know... It's all the same. As a publisher, it, it doesn't make sense to release something for one console. No. Right, right. People are getting out of it now. Yeah. I agree. I think it's smart. I'm just saying... A lot of times they ask for so much money now for exclusivity that it's really just kind of an acquisition thing at that point. Yeah. I'm going to make a prediction. Apple will win. <laughs> Apple will win this battle. Apple's already... Apple's the number one console. Yeah. I mean, really, honestly. I mean, it's like if you look at the iPhone, well, uh, they've outsold everything. Yeah. We, we joked about this back way back in the Drunk Gamers Dance. I don't know if you remember. We joked about the Apple console being called the iPhone. The iPhone. <laughs> and uh, it was yeah. like it was just a sphere. The float in midair? Yeah. And you play that, with the iPhone. And that was the iPhone. It was like the, the Apple console. Well, I think Apple's going to be the one who kills cable TV. If they can eventually make that deal with cable providers. I, I don't, I don't then know. Then they integrate that, that into the Apple TV and your iPhone. That's a like, big if, man. Cable providers are very protective of their... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they said the same thing with network TV when cable came out. They're like, oh, cable's never going to mess with network TV. And, and network TV's yeah, still but around. You don't forget, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but if you look at the level of difference between what cable's The amount, the network. infrastructure that's built in the ground to get this data to houses and get all this bandwidth there, that's not going anywhere, Brandon. I mean, that's, it's, it's not. I mean, I'm just, we can build wireless networks and things like that, but it's like the fact that most people don't yet have a, a smartphone, that they can go in their house and their house is pre-wired, I mean, that's... It's going to be hard to, to topple that. Yeah, but that same network still provides you internet. I mean, it's just the way that, you, like, it, it doesn't matter if you get it through a, a cable, a coaxial cable, or, or, I mean, that's still how you get cable internet. Yeah, well, it's just the level of integration into your life, which is different than if you have a cable box. If the cable company box. goes away, 
what incentive do they have to continue to provide you cable internet? Are you talking about, ca- you, now, are you talking about, are you talking about cable network, like a cable studio? Like, they, could still provide, they could still no, provide. You're talking about cable providers. Like, you're talking uh, about like Time Warner's going right. to go away. Yeah, I guess Time Warner wouldn't go, well, they'd have to find a way to make more money off the internet for them to exist. Well, listen, so I, think, can't I, control, I, yeah, I thought that battle was going to come with Netflix, really, because if you look at how much money cable companies make, like Time Warner, Comcast, how much they make on video-on-demand services, it was a big part of even though I don't know anybody who fucking watches video-on-demand, but apparently there's a huge cash cow for them. And, you know, they're watching those revenues drop, and on the other side, they're watching their expenses go up on the internet side because everyone's just choking down bandwidth. And like, what are they doing? Oh, it's Netflix. And they're, yeah. you know, Netflix building a building our video on demand service basically for free, but on our network and charging everyone for it. That's the that's the view of the cable companies. Yeah. They're like, this is our network. Yeah. Well, your do, network. Do you think like citywide Wi-Fi could replace that in, the need for that infrastructure? Why the Houston fuck almost did it, but Earthlink I think went. We voted like down in Austin all the time too. Why in the fuck does Austin not have free Wi-Fi in the airport, Gus? Uh, it's thirty get, minutes. You free. get thirty minutes free now. Oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. Boingo does 30 minutes free Wi-Fi. Okay, that's good. Okay, so it's way behind the time. Here's a question for you. If you buy a new house, like a house that's built, I wish Adam was here, we could ask him. Do they still run phone lines in the house? Yeah. Yeah. They do? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think they have to. They have to. There is a there is a portion of your bill, and it is a surprisingly significant amount of money that is called the Universal Service Fund. And it's part of the FCC. It's part of the, when they establish a telephone network. It basically says every house is going to have a phone line to it, and it costs the same amount to provide a phone line to any house in America. So if you live on a ranch at the top of a mountain, then you pay 60 bucks to have your phone installed. Hmm. And the difference is made up by the Universal Service Fund. Every, it's Universal oh, okay. Service. Everyone has it. They almost did it for broadband, and it was George Bush Jr. that almost pushed that through, that universally everyone was going to have to have broadband by a certain amount of time. It was um, part of the Telecommunications Act. Was it? I believe. Yeah. But uh, it was going to be like, I mean, seriously, it's like so, like a ranch to install a phone line ranch might be like twelve grand Jesus. to do it, but they pay 60 bucks for installation just like everybody else. Huh. But when Houston, wa- when Houston wanted to put the citywide Wi-Fi, they specifically wanted to isolate areas that were more low income that would be close to free. So, I mean, there's an attempt there and an ability to be able to help provide broadband to all parts of a city regardless of, like, the... But there's already broadband everywhere. Uh, You just get cable internet. But our whole thing, though, right, is that our network here in this country, hardwired, doesn't compete with what people are doing in other countries because their network's newer. The network is fine. The network can scale. The network has capacity. It's companies that throttle it and choose to charge what they charge for the level of service they provide. So you're saying they're not, they don't have a restriction, they're just choosing in, right. they're just trying to take advantage right. of what the, you the, need. The, the network that's built to wherever you live, the network's built to my house, we could have much faster internet. So we could it's compete just, with South Korea. It's just the providers who choose to throttle you to the speed you have and charge you what they charge. Those bastards. So you say that now and they're going to start fucking with our stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to start getting downgraded. When you poop, <laughs> let me read this. Let me read this. Like, you're, you're obviously going to derail us. Let me. Oh, it's going to be a while. <laughs> okay, I want to remind everyone this episode's also brought to you by Shutterstock.com. At Shutterstock.com, you'll find the perfect video for your next creative project, whether it's for your website, advertisement, multimedia presentation, or other type of film project. You can choose from over 700,000 high quality stock video clips, 2D animations, and 3D motion graphics. Clips come in a variety of formats, and most of them are in high definition. Shutterstock sources video clips from all around the world and puts them at your fingertips. Uh, the contributors are professional filmmakers, and each video is individually reviewed for content and quality. 
Uh, every week, 10,000 new video clips are added, so anytime you visit, you'll find something new. Shutterstock gives you the assets you need to bring your creative project to the next level, and it's a complete offering. They have excellent customer service with dedicated reps and 24-hour support throughout the week. Flexible pricing. You can either buy individual clips or video packs. You can download clips in HD, or you can save with standard definition other web formats. Um, you can try Shutterstock today. You can sign up for a free account. You don't need a credit card. Just start an account and begin using it. And if you do decide to purchase, use offer code ROOSTERTEETH2, and new accounts get 30% off any package. So if you want to check out Shutterstock.com, and for 30% off new accounts, use offer code ROOSTERTEETH2. ROOSTERTEETH2. So we use Shutterstock quite a bit here. I think we mentioned it last time. We use it a ton. Sponsor. We use it a ton for our uh, images here for the green screen and uh, for various uh, projects. But you can also get video clips as well. That's a very important thing. So, Gavin, you were saying? When you poo. I don't want to have that conversation now, I don't think. No, go ahead. Well, do you let your tip ever touch the go inside away, of the... Away. The bowl? The bowl. No. How do you stop that? Yes, yeah, you got to, like, tuck. So you, you, you're like... Tuck it into what, guys? <laughs> tuck it up against yourself. So you're constantly tucking. Like what? Sometimes, you'd like, you know, some bowls are, like, That's what I'm saying, shorter than I others. I recently moved. And I guess it's a tiny bowl. Yeah. But I just, it's hard. You're yeah. not constantly tucking. You just tuck once and you hold it there. No, some, some, there's That's some small bowls. constantly tucking. No, That's constantly, I imagine you're tucking, like you're just like. No, no you're not happy. Happy. What are you talking about? I just rest mine on top of the, uh, the ring. So instead of going down, I go up and over. <laughs> I hope you're kidding, right? <laughs> of course he's kidding. <laughs> 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 I swear, Jack, Jack, Jack just goes to the bathroom and throws it up over his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take a load off. <laughs> so are you, are you having difficulty with uh, a small bowl? Yeah, I'm kind of like twisting almost to find the, good, the perfect angle. You're, you, you have Go a, back first. You have it. a round <laughs> toilet bowl as opposed to an oval one, which yeah. is considered a, mm -hmm. a higher, it's like a higher value toilet bowl where they're like a luxury toilet bowl where it's longer. And the, and the, the water is quite high, and I don't know what's worse, oh, no. if it hits the side of the bowl or whether it's, it's drowning. You know, just like... That's definitely worse. Good yeah. God. That's so, most definitely worse, I would say. Yeah. You know, water in a toilet is clean in the tank. In the bowl, not so much. No, no. At that point, it's not good. So just, I'm, I'm excited. I, what? I, I got, I got Jack's to, excited about something? I got to announce last night at midnight. Why does he do an announcement? Because it, well, it was supposed to be a surprise, and, and someone leaked it last week. But anyway, was I, it, I did, how come nobody communicated this, that it was supposed to be a big fucking announcement? Okay, anyway, whatever. <laughs> I'm going well, to it's, I, it's not like you can't leak. It's like, oh, it leaked that I pissed before the podcast. It's <laughs> irrelevant information. This is a big deal for me. I'm going to Australia. It's a big deal I'm for you. I'm finally going to Australia. <laughs> Jack it, it is going very, to Australia. I'm finally going to Australia. Yay. Yay. So I'm going to Melbourne. I'm going to the Gold Coast, and I'm going to Sydney. So Gold Coast is a casino. Melbourne, like Gold Coast, and Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Like in between, I'm, I'm going to jump around. I'm going to bounce, bounce around and see friends and stuff. So I will be drinking all over Australia, and it's going to be awesome. Drink some James Bogue. So I'll be in, I'll be in Supernova in uh, in uh, Melbourne first, and then Gold Coast. Me and Barbara Eden. And Alicia Dushku are going to be there. Oh, she was Elisa? Uh, I think it's Alicia, right? Elijah. Elijah. Elijah Dushku. Elijah Dushku. Anyway, and a bunch of other really cool people. So. Surprised you don't want to wait for the press to get here before you made that announcement. <laughs> yeah, was the no. announcement made in Japan two years before it was made here? Or? Yeah, it was, actually. <laughs> so anyway, I was, I'm very, very excited, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in Australia, I will gladly drink with you. It'll be good times. And I want to pet a koala. Yeah, I get and chlamydia. Get, and get chlamydia with the One Direction guys. So that's my announcement. Thank hey. you.
Okay, well, I'll be we're, all, we're all very excited. Now. Everyone in Australia is very excited. I can tell. Now it's one less one less running joke that the audience can bring up. There Thank you go. God. That is actually a helpful thing. <laughs> our, our audience's ability to go with running jokes is fucking no, no, with not. I wouldn't even call them jokes. Running, recurring themes. I have no idea. The yeah, just repeating It's stuff. so funny. Yeah, just repeating stuff over and over again. Headlight fluid. Like, ah. I want to point out, we were nominated at the Streamies uh, for... We were nominated for Best Series <laughs> Overall Audience Choice and Best Animated Series for Red vs. Blue. And, and we won editing. both of them. Best no. Editing yeah. for oh. Red vs. Blue as well. And editing for Red vs. Blue as well. That was one of the ones they announced beforehand that we didn't... We didn't win. They announced it before the ceremony. But we didn't win for Best Animated Series. We lost to Tom Hanks. Apparently, has a animated series which I was not aware of. Oh, you didn't hear about that? You ever watched? You ever watched it? No. Electric City. I have no idea he made one. Yeah, it's on Yahoo. But it's like you know when you're up against Tom Hanks, not to sound bitter or anything. Was he know. there to accept the award? No, he oh. did not show up. In fact, the guy who got up and accepted the award on his behalf was kind of douchey and was like, I, oh, was it Tom only tell me we know what this award is, you know, and that kind of stuff. It's well, like, nice. well, thanks, dude. That's, that's awesome. Was it, was it Chaz Hanks, his son, his rapping son? Oh, no, 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 no. It was not uh, his rapping son. So, uh, and then, and then we uh, source-fed the uh, Phil DeFranco original channel. Uh, they won for best, uh, best series audience choice award, which I think we can clearly blame on our audience, right? I mean, yeah. We can be like this. Absolutely. They're too busy telling you honey doesn't spoil. Well, look, I mean, it's like, look, guys, you could have done better and won an award, but you didn't. Sourcefed clearly is a better audience. So we are streaming video of J.J. Uh, Abrams being interviewed. So better luck next time, audience, at winning an award, but you didn't win this time. Yeah, we're going to ship everybody a copy of the award, too. What's that? We had it all planned. We're going to ship everybody who voted. Yeah, it was only, like, what, 200 bucks a copy Yo. for the trophies we were going to make, whatever, however many people voted for it. I would like to see the final numbers, though, like a real poll, like an internet poll, and see yeah. what, like, what, how it broke down. But uh, Hannah won. Hannah won for uh, Best Comedic Performance. She gave us a shout-out, too. Yeah, she's and awesome. And shout-out to you. She's awesome. And uh, Grace uh, won for uh, Best pers- like Personality of the Year for the internet. I think it's a lot easier to win awards when you're just one person. When you're just one person, yeah. okay, as opposed to a, a uh, company, a company a full of people winning. The, yeah. the streaming awards, in particular, for internet awards, have a problem in that they tend to go to TV people or movie people who kind of slum it in internet stuff. Like that's definitely the approach. They just have a history of that. I don't know why. Like the first year they ever existed, uh, they gave Zach Galifianakis like eight awards. He wasn't there to get any of them. Like just didn't even bother. Well, but like between two ferns or something. Yeah, or? the between two ferns, and like they they honored. Um, uh, got Isabella Rossellini. Isabella Rossellini, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the Ikea show. I got that backwards. Oh. It's not her. No. It's someone whose name sounds like Isabella Rossellini. I forgot about that Ikea show. Mm-hmm. They had a, a couple of the people from NCIS presenting, too, right? They brought in some temp, uh, television oh, personalities. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, Chris Hardwick, Chris Hardwick hosted the streamies, right? Man, he was funny. He had a really funny opening monologue. He was talking about... Uh, it's a popular show. Right he was now. talking about the, the, the way the internet works. And he was talking about how he was watching the meteor footage. And it had, like, f- 4 million likes. By the way, I want to point out the fact that the meteor footage was caught by what? Russian dash cam. <laughs> I told you. Major, ma- that when it happened, Major Nelson tweeted, so what, does everyone in Russia have, like, dash cams? And a bunch of people tweeted at him, yes, this was discussed in the Rooster podcast. Oh, <laughs> like, what, a year ago? Yeah. I'm surprised that nobody has yet made a movie that's just footage from Russian dash cams, and that's it. It's like a narrative movie like a Blair Witch. That's actually going to be Wrecked 4, I think, is what yeah. they're going to do. Yeah, like they, they, they rebuild the pocket. Paranormal Activity 7. It's going to be done with Russian so, dash cams. Ileana Douglas. That's oh, who it is. right. Yeah, so, so, and so I was happy that ha- Hannah uh, won because she actually beat Kristen Bell in her category. Wow. Like, oh, Kristen wow. Bell was nominated for Best, best Comedian Performance. And i got to say, it's like I voted for these things, too. 
I mean, there's a lot of web content out there. It's easy to gravitate towards names you know. And, right. Like, just yeah. watch those. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, I, especially if it's not a category that you work in, like best dramatic series. I just tend not to vote when I get to that category because I don't watch dramatic web series. And I would just go, oh, I know these people and I know this show. I'll just vote for that. You know what I mean? Or I have to watch. It depends on the voting body for the different awards. But there's one in particular organization where it's like 35 bucks to enter your show. So a ton of people enter. And there will be a category of, like, best comedy on the internet. There will literally be 200 entries to watch. And they're all, like, yeah. 7 to 10 minutes each. With Jesus. ads. Uh, what? With ads. Yeah, yeah with sometimes with ads on top of them, too. Yeah, it's just like, it's, it's, it seems like an impossibility. You, you mentioned that uh, Chris Hardwick hosted the Streamies. He also hosted the, uh, the Dice Awards when I yeah. was out there in Vegas. That guy is a professional. He's awesome. Because when he came out for the Dice Awards... I swear, it was one of the most disinterested audiences I've ever seen. <laughs> really? We talked about he that was, before, too. Developers are a shitty audience. Yeah, he was making jokes and talking and nothing. He was getting nothing back. And if that was me up there, I would, I would, I don't know what I'd do. I just, I'd, I'd run away and hide. <laughs> the show must yeah. go on. Yeah, but you know, yeah, he kept with that. it, and then you know, he eventually the audience warmed up you and win him over. Yeah, he he won him over. But I was like, man, that was. And I, I he he talked to us after the award show. I was like, I was like, you really held it together out there. I don't know how you did that. Like I, I would be so scared like, up on stage like that. For the audience yeah, it was, it was. Well, really he's also rough. a touring stand-up comic too. So, yeah, I mean, he does that for a living. He's been doing so. it a long time. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He was, he was really funny. He had a great joke during the Streamies monologue, which was that he watched the meteor footage the other day, and it had like four million views, and it had fifty thousand likes, and like seven hundred eighty like dislikes. It's like. Who the fuck dislikes Meteor footage? I mean, what is it? What, do you, what statement are you trying to make by disliking the Meteor? So like, oh, this isn't as good as 9-11. <laughs> wow. Right Jesus there. Jesus Christ. No, he, he was, it's like somebody with a terrestrial bias was like, rocks from spit. No. <laughs> no. Like rocks they're they're the taking the, the footage from our Earth rocks. <laughs> so there's no footage of the, actual, of the Meteor hitting anything, right? No, those people are dead. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, no, I mean, they, they, they've shown, like, you can see the building it hit. that hit. zinc plant. Yeah, like the, right? just a giant-ass hole it in the room. This is a big cutout. Like, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, there, so there's no cameras pointed at that. Most of the aliens are trying to set back our zinc production. Why? <laughs> Most of it exploded, though, above the city, right? Yeah, or, like, in the atmosphere. But yeah, still there was a huge impact. I mean, Yeah, they, they say that part of it hit that zinc plant. I think another part, they speculate, went into this frozen lake. And yeah. I know they were, like... Sending divers in the frozen lake to recover. Would you even bother if it. it was coming right at you? Would you even bother running? Yes. It's, it's, yeah. Wh- where would you go? Which so way? So would you? You wouldn't know, Gavin. You would see the fireball and run. It from might it. be small enough to where it's not a big deal by the time it hits the ground. Like there's that story about, I think it was a woman who was taking a nap in her house one time, and a meteorite <laughs> fell to her house and hit her while she was napping, and she woke up and there was a rock on her. <laughs> How big was it? It was like this big, like a baseball. Wow, and it slowed down enough. Yeah. Wow, that's a Jeez. lot of force. Yeah, dude. because I think it hit her roof, like went through the second story of her house, and then came into the first story and like went through that floor. Maybe you're telling the story different. wrong. Maybe it hit her back. And <laughs> 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 she, she was fine. <laughs> she was totally fine. She had one in her throat. It's like you're asleep, and you're like, it's like you get punched. Like what? Yeah. You're like <laughs> this rock just came from space. Yeah. Damn kids. Just like yeah. it's like Meteor Man. You watching that? No. That's good. <laughs> Well, you know the the, the, the you know it, the impact of it too. The damage that it does doesn't necessarily have to be from the rock hitting stuff. Was the shockwave? Like, yeah, shockwave, yeah. or even exploding in the atmosphere too. Like the um, I, I don't know if you, the bombs that went off in Hiroshima, the ones that have actually been detonated, but nuclear bombs don't don't hit the ground. No, those detonated above the city. They detonate yeah. above 
above the earth. And then they, yeah. the shock, because it's more of a shock wave to make like, you know, like that. If you hit like here, then the shock wave just builds like that and the building's blocking. I they, think also when they horrifying. do an aerial detonation like that, the fallout spreads further. Yeah. God. Yeah. Who are the people who come up with that? Who like go, well, you know, it would be better if we detonated the, the nuclear the bomb people, at 1,000 feet. The people right under it, they don't even, they get killed by the light. It just, it just makes a shadow of them on the, where they were. Well, that happens. Oh, like wait a second. Wait a second. He's right. They get killed by the light. Really, it's really bright. It goes right through them. Well, it, it, and it's also like, Kevin, you're never happier than when you're completely wrong about something, are you? The, what do you mean the light? You mean the heat or the light? You're saying the light. You, the light is what kills them. They get lighted to death. Well, they get burned. Sure there's a bright enough light. It Go ahead. Do you in, wouldn't it? You know how bright the sun is? Yeah, you, have, you the heard, have you heard the phrase? Away. Yes, have you heard what? the phrase deer in the headlights? It's the same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Those deer are dead. Long <laughs> before. Dead. Everyone knows you never actually hit a live deer, you hit a corpse. But <laughs> 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 it hasn't fallen over yet. Well, That's you, the way it works. There are people. You fucking <laughs> retard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure how could light kill you? Uh, Explain to me how light, like, br- you're saying brightness, right? That's what you mean by light. Be, be careful, because someone, well, someone on the internet is going to find some dumb way no, light okay, could no, kill no, you. How, He's not saying heat, though. He's saying light. I know, if I know. you shine a torch through your finger, go ahead. You can see it. You can see in your hand, can't you? But you're saying the brightness is what does it. That's what I'm reading. For, what's what I'm hearing about what he's saying? Well, I thought the brightness just smeared everyone on the ground. Just like, and they turned to dust. It's because it's they cast... just a, like Halo. There's glass. There's something to it, though, because like, the it, it, people I'm, who are burned. It's the heat. It's heat. It's, there is a ton of heat that but comes light, with it. Light comes before heat. Light comes before heat. Technically, right. technically, that is correct. There's it, no such thing as the speed of heat. Heat's a specific thing. Heat's a specific thing. They got killed by the heat. The There's heat and the pressure, like the, the shock wave. That and light comes along with it. But, I've never heard of something being killed by light. But when they're burned, like if 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 Gavin was in a you say burn. Burn implies heat. Yeah, but you don't get burned by the heat of the sun. You get burned by the light of the sun. Don't you? <laughs> you get burned by ultraviolet light. That's energy. You're talking about energy that, that comes with heat, that comes with light. You're talking about brightness. You're, so you're saying they got cooked by a spectrum light. of light. By yeah. a spectrum of light. It's all energy, Gavin. It's all energy. But typically when you say light, you mean brightness. Like the flash, <laughs> the brightness of it. Not the heat of it. And then there's a force that comes... With an impact of an explosion, that's an actual physical force that comes. But it's all energy. It's all energy. In fact, the people are energy as well. And that's what they're just Why are we talking about energy? What's this got to do with anything? Well, why'd you bring up light? You're saying the light killed them. Like, the, the light was so bright, it killed them. According to who is Mozoic, we are all so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Now, people are saying that uh, light is a form of electromagnetic, uh, electromagnetic energy or something. I don't know. Whatever. So, uh, there, you, actually, oddly enough, Gavin is getting a lot of support here. Into the, uh, the the tweets that are coming in the RT podcast tweets, you can see a lot of the burns. Microwaves, have. so microwaves. <laughs> Clearly, microwaves. The, the internet's right. We said microwaves. Um, you can see a lot of the burns people have. They're like kind of dependent on what they were wearing. Like Gavin would actually have burned stripes. Like the lighter part of his shirt would be burned more yeah. than everything else. But that's not that's not to do with heat, though. I'm not saying one way. That's so, the radiation. So, how scared are you of North Korea right now? Uh, I'm not too scared. I'm not scared. Did you see North Korea threaten South Korea today? They said they were basically taking off they, the they map. They say that shit all the time. But, but it's, it's like all it takes is one no, fucking it's idiot like the kid to push who cries the button. Wolf. We need to just ignore them. They they set off a nuke. Fuck them. Who cares? They've already had they nukes, set, though. They've but, done uh, it before. They did it again though. Oh, and so, just ignore them. The, at some point, that country is going to fail, and the last dying breath is going to be them launching a nuke somewhere. Nah, they'll need food. I mean, they'll always need something. Yeah. But I, the, but the, the the head leaders of that country have food. 
they're okay. They don't give a shit about their, the people of that country. But they have no country to rule over if everyone else is dead. But this, so why like, not, those, why those people the support burn? their life. Uh, so what is your fear? What is your fear? I'm thinking that eventually North Korea is going to, like, they're going to hit this point where, like, they're getting too many sanctions on them. They're saying, you know, too many people are against them. Like, you know, no one the wants to support them The sanctions are there because they research nuclear weapons. If uh, they no. just stop the research, but the, the sanctions th- go away. Obviously, that's not working, though, because they're still doing right. it. Right. So they haven't reached that point. When they reach that point, they'll stop No, we've the already research. sanctioned them. So what they're you, still fucking doing what is your concern? What will they do? I'm thinking they're going to launch a nuke and hit something. And hit what? Probably South Korea. And kill how many people? Uh, who knows? A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. I mean, that'd be the first nuke to go off in, what, in a civilian territory since, what, Hiroshima? There's never been a weapon used besides the U.S. against Japanese. For yeah, nuclear so, I mean, this would be Except the first time. Some of these small tactical nukes now, they use them. Like, those aren't really nukes, right? What? These small, like, these, they had these, these the designs. That sounds like, like Starship small, Troopers. No, no, like but they haven't been nukes. used. Yeah. What? But they haven't been used. We're talking about actual use. Have, did we never use anything, anything of any level of nuclear capability at all in the, the Gulf War? Abrams tanks fire a uranium-depleted shell. The spent uranium stuff, because right. it's, it's a harder material. Right. And right. that's that's got a nuclear, I guess, for footprint, for lack right. of a better so, term. Right, I mean, I but I wouldn't call that and a And these nuclear. are littered. Those shells are littered all over the desert. Yeah, I wouldn't call that like a nuclear explosion. Yeah, but it's though, a, it's, a, a it's kind of a, it's on a spectrum, right? Isn't yeah. it? I it mean, definitely reads on you know, on the meter. No, I mean, I mean the spectrum <laughs> of nuclear weapons. It's on the spectrum somewhere. So sure, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those, those count. Yeah. Okay. But no so, nuclear bombs or missiles. What was the hubbub about the technical nukes that were like, or tactical nukes? Excuse me, that were under like a, like a megaton, but they were just like the bunker buster ones. None of those that they detonated were. I don't nuclear. believe so. I don't okay. think they use uh, nuclear. Mm-hmm. Armaments for bunker busting. But anyway, I, I like the fact that we like so many people have already come out against North Korea and like reprimanded them over doing this stuff, and they're still doing it. That's not stopping them. And so at some point, there's gonna be like, well, fuck it, and it's like, you know, all right, let's just torch something. But then they and, they know they would be obliterated. After oh yeah, that. they absolutely would be. But I don't think that. Don't think, his uh, concern is they know that their lifestyle and their way of living is going to end anyway. So why yeah, not? Yeah. So why not just take, take everyone down or take as many people down with you? And What's I, I, lunacy? I, well, I mean, that's, you, that's North Korea. Yeah, that's North Korea. That's the thing. That's, that's the scary thing. I don't like personally. I don't think we ha- are in any issue. Like we're not in any trouble here in America. I think the West Coast. I think Pacific Northwest could be in. A, is there? Uh, I don't. I, would, I, I don't think. I think they're just now beginning to develop that capability. I yeah. think like San Francisco is just now maybe barely in their reach. Even then, I, I would like to imagine that we have some barely sort of, in the reach of a nuclear weapon is in but, the reach. Yeah. It, that, that's assumed, but that's like a high probability of a miss as well. Yeah, but I, I would still like, I would like to think that maybe our government has something that we don't know about to protect us from shit like that. Yeah, like, let, let's so, keep thinking that. Well, <laughs> I mean, if that helps you have you come up with a word for that yet? That smarter people than me are working on this problem. <laughs> no, no, there was something on Reddit about that where they were talking about like stuff that is on TV now, like the stuff that the military shows is stuff that's been in the works for like fifteen years like stuff they're working on these don't know about well things they declassify exactly. they don't declassify stuff that they're yeah. using right i mean like, now. like the helicopters that they you know went and got uh, like osama bin laden with. right like those were those were in development at area 51 it's like okay they suddenly appeared now they exist in the world like how long had those existed what was like, the last major thing they declassified like that the stealth bomber like major deal that they declassified yeah, I guess a stealth bomber, where it's like they actively denied it existed, and then all of a sudden they were like, "All right, yeah, yeah, here it it's is," real. and they roll it out in front of the press. And they launched out of Abilene, right? Don't they have a like a base out there? Uh-huh. They, sh- they launch them from hmm. this spy plane that they lost, the unmanned spy plane <coughs> in Iran. Did people know about that? Drones, that yeah, the- those are just drones. But anyway, so I, I don't know. Like I, North Korea, I've seen I've seen no good come yeah, well, out of North it just Korea. Show, eventually, the proliferation of technology will kill us. It has to. I mean, it's like as technology becomes more accessible all the time. If North Korea it's has like a nuke, Mass Effect all over again. If North Korea has a nuke, seriously though, 
at some point, what level do nukes have to get to where people have them to where we will get killed by nukes? I mean, where that's just going to happen. Well, Didn't also, Russia sell off all of them? What's that? No, I mean, people no, can, no, people can create them. Like, the technology to make a nuke was impossible 50 years ago. And now the theory behind it, people understand, and there's just barriers it's, to being able to yeah, enrich. It's still very difficult. It's, it's still, it's, right yeah. now, it's still very difficult, but people do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's always technology. It's like, it's always still very difficult. You make difficult. it sound like it's a new drug that's come out. People do it. Who's just throwing together nukes? People who want to blow up a nuke. Who I think India guys? and Pakistan both have them, right? Yeah. I've, I've always, I've always said this about technology. Eventually, you have to reach a point. It would seem like you have to reach a point where you have to stop advancing technology. Otherwise, it will just destroy you because you will use it incorrectly one time. And you'll wipe out the Earth. It doesn't have to be nuclear. Yeah. It doesn't have to be mechanical. It could be biological. Yeah. I think it could be something in physics. Like like one, one night you're formatting your hard drive and you delete the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Except it's a much worse problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You delete Except, with DNA. Uh-oh. Yeah. No, literally, I spliced <laughs> the wrong gene. It's like, oh shit. Or I, <laughs> I forgot to turn off the nanobots replication feature. And now my living room is a big gray mass of replicating nanobots, and I can't stop it. I think the idea of not pursuing advancement in any kind of field is just not natural to people. No, I know. It's, it's like, impossible. don't press that button. You're going to want to press it. It's like, what's the point? You want to keep pursuing technology and, like, you know, coming up with new things. But I'm saying eventually we will get to the point. Eventually. The PZs. Eventually we will get to the point where there's nothing that we can do. That Everyone has access to all the technology. They can, they can mess with physics or biology or you know mechanicals the apparatus on such a basic level that we can e- anybody can make a mistake and wipe each other world. what and just wipe someone and out. wipe it out yeah completely wipe it out like you consider like how much just having cars and how much like how much faster they are and how much bigger they are mm-hmm. the amount of damage that you can do and people can do to each other and how many deaths didn't exist yeah it's disease my money's on disease disease is gonna wipe <laughs> yeah biological is pretty scary full, yeah. it's full blown stuff. aids <laughs> but I want to point out, you guys talk about that animals are, or the alligators immune to AIDS. I mean, HIV, the H in HIV is human, right? You guys realize that. that yeah, but I mean, there are variants of it. Like there's, uh, there's feline. FIV. Yeah, FIV. Why are you pointing at Joel? Joe, Joe, Joe's fine. He's a cat. Yeah. He's but a cat. I, knew, I knew somebody's cat who had an FIV. Hmm. And strangely enough, there's a vaccine for that. Mm-hmm. They, can, they can prevent Interesting. cats from getting FIV. So this cat's just who is the dude sleeping that, around? Who was the dude that cured himself of AIDS? Magic Johnson. He's uh, Cobra Venom. <laughs> <laughs> go, seriously, go look that up. Go look that up. Yeah, the Magic Johnson thing is pretty wild. Like, it's, it's, it, like I think South Park did a bit on it where he was just he was like grinding up money and swallowing it, and that gave him that gave him the cure for AIDS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was really it. I don't think that was it either. But it's, it is interesting. If you have enough money, you can pretty much you'll be okay. So. Yeah, and the thing was that not that alligators can't get HIV. It's that alligator blood, when synthesized, can kill HIV. Yeah. You did say, though, that reptiles can't get... No, that was rabies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talked about a few different diseases. Yeah, only oh, mammals can get I'm only this guy that's injecting venom. And all <laughs> now. I'll, I'll put this in the link up oh, for everybody. So I, I've been watching Walking Dead. After, after like, stopping after the first season, or halfway through the first season, I finally picked it up and I started watching it, and I'm all caught up to now, and that show is damn good. It is a really, really awesome show. Have you played the uh, I've game yet? I've not yet. I need to play God, it. we were just talking about this before the weekend. You yeah. really got to pick know. it up. There's so many games. I still, I still have to beat Dead Space 3. Just like, I, like my free time, I go home and pass out. But like, like I, need to, I need to beat Dead Space 3. You, you, I want to play Walking Dead. You can get Walking Dead on iOS. You can play it while you take a dump, and you're holding your deck away from the toilet. <laughs> no, on top. On t- or putting your there deck you on top of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually be a solution, though. 
No, God no, because then how is that any different than touching the inside? What, what happens if you like, you know, push and then you're, you're spraying across your, your bathroom? Well, I wait until I'm empty of Wii and then just yeah, place it on the Yeah, that's top. an easy solution. <laughs> you have an order, you always go one way before another? Uh, you can. can't dump without pissing, can you? Can you? It's yeah. the same button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bigger button. Yeah. Hey, new toilets in America have this thing where they have, a, they have the flush button on top. And there's like an interior button. Yeah, that's the piss flush and then the poo flush. Which, they don't make it very clear which one's which. One's which. The normal one one's is for wavies. La- one's labeled with like one wavy line and then one's labeled with like three wavy lines. Yeah. It's like the seashells <laughs> thing. Or wavy the, line and a piece of corn. The, so my, the, the toilet I have in my house has that. It's got like a giant silver button with a smaller blue button inset. Yeah. So when you push the blue button, both get pushed. But when you push the silver button, only it goes down. And it's more water comes out when you push the button. I too. cannot tell the fucking difference. <laughs> why can't they make it? Big, why can't they make it? Why there's can't not they make a clear? symbol. There's. Nothing. I looked through the manual that came with it. There's nothing. <laughs> I, manual. I've, I've toilets have it. been the same for decades. A lever, jump, and that's it. Now they have the button, the two-part button. Nobody explained what that was. There was no orientation. <laughs> Sesame Street didn't do an episode of it. It's just, there it is, and you have to fucking deal with I've it. I've even used my stopwatch to time how long it takes my tank to refill. Right. Using the two different ones, exactly the same. It's bullshit, it's right? It's total bullshit. Total bullshit. <laughs> Were you more like to flush big on a Wednesday? Or anything? I just always hit the silver <laughs> button now. It doesn't matter. Nice. Have you ever used a bidet? Do you have a yeah. log for <laughs> entries for when you use the different buttons, Gus? No, because the, was... the buttons are always the same whether I'm drunk or not. <laughs> <laughs> spreadsheet that you use. Dude, I, I've, I've never used a bidet, and I'm like kind of scared of those things. Like, I, don't, I don't get how they work. It feels like, good. You don't understand I, I, how water works. Well, I mean, I when, understand how it works, but it's when like... When I stayed at the... <laughs> what did you do? The first you time squat. I ever used a bidet was actually at the IWTV Awards last year. Okay. And the room I stayed at at the Aria had one. And I was like, all right, I'm a grown man. I want water up my butt. <laughs> so, uh, so I used it. It's really refreshing. So I, wait, I was really skeptical you, of it. Do you just squat over it, or do you like... No, you sit. You sit in it? No, no, you... Gavin, you did this in Japan. No, that was it, a toilet. It's, it's built into the toilet. Oh, okay. So you don't talk about no, a separate they're, bowl. No, separate bidets. Yeah, okay, okay, but the one I used was not like a separate bidet. Oh, so it's just a, a That's why I sat toilet. on the toilet, and then like you hit the button, and then like this arm comes out yeah. from the back in the bowl, and like it, it has good aim. Every time it was like, <laughs> it's like, laser was, like it's right on. I don't a know. Triangulate your butthole. It was like the one we did in Japan where I was trying to make you stand in front of it. He wanted me. He tried to convince me for a day and a half to stand in front of the toilet and let it spray me from the toilet bidet <laughs> arm. And I was like, I'm, I'm a grown man. I'm not And I figured it out as well because if you press the anus clean button or whatever it is, you can't do it unless it senses that you're sat down. It won't just do it. So I had to put my foot on the toilet seat <laughs> and then press it and it goes like, You got it. And I turned it all the way up, obviously. It just goes whoosh, And it fired all the way across the room. It's like spraying up the wall. It's really powerful. The, you wouldn't do it though. Okay, so It's yeah. clean water, the, right? No, no. Yeah, that no. arm is not clean. That, that arm gets, gets like... Stuff falling back on it. Ugh. But then, then why would you ever use it twice? Wouldn't I mean that? <laughs> I would buy it, yeah. use it once, Just burn it. Yeah, it's like I mean, think about that. So I don't understand. Like it's like the separate bulba days. I don't get those. It's like, the same thing. Well, what? it's like an egg shape, though. Isn't yeah, it? it's just it's just sit on it like anything else. So you you take you take a crap and then you get off of that and sit down on the bidet. Right. Back before, this is, I mean, a bidet is an older So you, like, invention. waddle yeah. over to it? Like, See, I, just, I, listen, I just, you want to get the specifics, I don't want to go through like, all I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm legit, I've never used one. I, I, it, do I, bidets I, predate the use of toilet paper? I would think so. so Water versus indoor paper? plumbing and pressure predates toilet paper? No, I don't, yeah, I, th- I think toilet paper. No, but they, maybe first. they just did it, like, uh, I mean, the back Chinese. in the day, it was probably one bowl and another bowl with, well, like, a pitcher next to it. you eat with one hand and you wipe with the other, right? A chamber pot. Like, there's a first place in the world you still go where they don't have toilet paper. They have a pitcher of water back there. Yeah, oh, they also have hoses. You just turn on the hose and you just, like, 
I think that. I heard a story. Don't ever make that hooking motion that you just <laughs> recently made that uh, that toilet paper I think wasn't disgusting. popularized until I think the 20s or 30s. What was popularized? Toilet paper. Like it's still a relatively new thing. Maybe it was the 20s. When did sliced bread come along? It was more recent than you think. It was uh, right after they sold hot cakes. I think it was, it was first the mid-30s, I think. Did, well, well hot cakes the best-selling thing in history. <laughs> there must have been like, one like, year at the World's <laughs> Fair, guy shows up and sells hot cakes, and it was like, motherfucker, these are selling like... <laughs> <laughs> these are selling really well. <laughs> <laughs> the next time, people showed up with donuts, it's like, those sold as well as hot cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and hot cakes carried out. <laughs> well, like, is a hot cake a pancake? Yes. Yeah, oh, it, it is. is. Right? Yeah. It is? Hey, yeah. so who owns the copyright symbol? <laughs> is that owned by anyone? Does someone have that copyright? What if that's not copyrighted? Copyright a copyright symbol? <laughs> what if that's not copyrighted? Someone has it, right? It's a universal symbol. No, look at it, though. Next time you see a copyright, look at it. It's probably got a little one, one next to it. it goes, yeah. It's like infinite. It goes back as far as it can. Have you ever heard of a micro dot, by the way? Yeah, like secret agents use them. Yeah, micro dot. Like yeah. people will put these in contracts, too. Like what? You need, like, a big magnification to see the tiny little writing in the dot. Yeah, like a little Dude, information. This is legal? Yeah, yeah, like, you'll send someone a postcard, and it will secretly be a mission in Austria <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> you need, like, a magnifying glass? No, you need a you way to do, like, a microscope. Oh. And if hotcakes sell so well, why don't they keep selling them? Like, why don't yeah. they? They sell they, hotcakes everywhere. They sell well. Where have you ever been to a place? You said hotcakes are pancakes. Pancakes are everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. they don't advertise them. Like, you don't go to the fair. It's like, there's a hotcake vendor. All right, Mc- let's McDonald's start. are called hotcakes. Let's Mc- open pre-orders on the Risty store for hotcakes. We'll see how well they <laughs> do. They sell so well. They didn't sell better than anything else. Let's make a hotcake shirt. Yeah. So what is a hotcake? It's a pancake. Yeah, yeah that's what he said. A flat cake of thin batter fried on both sides on a griddle. A that's real it. pancake, so not your pancake. weird scotch pancakes that you had in here last week. What are you talking about? My pancakes Scot- were awesome. Scotch pancakes? What's yeah. a scotch pancake? The thing you cooked last week. It's a griddle. The he, flat remember, one. he thinks pancakes are all like crepes. Oh, uh, no. How thin is it? Like, how thin? Paper thin? Is that a pancake? You roll them up. You roll uh, up no, no, that is crepe. not a pancake. That's a crepe. That's a crepe. Nah. Crepe's different. So, when you see a stack of pancakes in that, how many pancakes should be in a stack? Three or eight hundred. <laughs> 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 it's like when you to see tortilla. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've seen a stack of pancakes before, right? Yeah. It doesn't look like a Bible, I right? Went to it looks like three Jack things. Once. What's that? I went to IHOP. Oh, with Jack yeah, once. God, that was yeah. You went ago. to IHOP? Yeah. Yeah. How's that? I had like a sliver of the giant mound of pancakes when I was done. <laughs> who, who can finish pancakes? I'll take it. My, my 10-year-old kid can. Yeah. You can chow pancakes. <laughs> 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 Nothing is better oh, than uh, like Jitty, a yeah. plate of hotcakes with sausage from McDonald's. That's like, like the best morning breakfast ever. No. Uh, full English. It's yeah. so good. I can think of a few things. Yeah. I'm not life. a big breakfast person, but I really like oatmeal. Really? Really? Yeah. I, I, could, I could go for huh. some oatmeal. You act like that's a big revelation. Gus likes oatmeal. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Hello? Did you see the reaction? Yeah. So the perfect meal will be you, you eating Gus likes oatmeal, Gavin likes grapes. <laughs> We build the perfect rooster hey, teeth dinner. People like crepes. People <laughs> like. <laughs> I want that shirt. Let's make that happen. We'll do a bundle. Yeah. People like grapes. People like crepes. On the back it says people like crepes. Gus likes no, it's, it's, it's inside out. Yeah. It's, it's reversible. <laughs> then you, get, you get like a Metal Gear Solid ones. People like crates. And then like it. There no, you go. No, no. Where else no. can we go? Where's Barbara? No. Come on, Barbara. Did you watch the thing that I did on Friday when I was on What's Trending with uh, Kevin Smith and Lisa Kudrow? No, I did not see that. Uh, did you watch it? Because it was I pretty thought interesting. It was interesting. She used the exact analogy you used for Twitter, like with Ashton Kutcher. I don't know if you were talking about that with her before. No, not at all. She used your exact example. I was like, wow, you should 
do each other or something. And she, she claiming she didn't know anything. I was like, you know exactly what you're talking about. Like, she was talking about how House of Cards on Netflix is yeah. going to be a big game chamber, changer. And from now, if now this is years ago, she used the example of Ashton Kutcher. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Having two million Twitter followers, but he had a movie that came out that, like, nobody went and saw. And I was like, I know exactly yeah. the movie you're talking about because I had talked about it before. It's like, she knows, she knows a ton about web and stuff. she would always say that. She's like, I don't know anything about this. And then she would nail it, and you'd be like, well, you know everything about that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right. So it was, it was interesting to... Uh, she was funny. So who is she playing in Ruby? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Can we talk about the person we just signed on to Ruby? We have a uh, cool I voice. I think so. Wow. We just released a uh, second trailer for Ruby, the White Weiss trailer. Weiss. The Weiss trailer? Which came out last Miami Thursday, which is, uh, which is really awesome. So now we have two of them out there. And yep. I think the, the feedback really, really, If you're really watching the stream, positive. I think we got some, oh, yeah. some oh, art from it. There's Weiss right there. She's so white. So I intentionally avoided watching this trailer until I think like the day before it came out. If yeah. I watched it, I like to watch everything finished. Yeah. And it wasn't finished by the time I watched oh. it. There were still a few things that needed to be corrected. But it's, uh, it's, it's really cool, cool to see it all come together. It's very interesting. Like I've, I, I need. I think I need to start watching anime now and sort of understand this world. Yeah, I thought what they did with the character was really clever and like framed it around the opera. Oh, I don't like that statement. What's that? That you feel like you need to watch anime to understand this character. Okay. I feel like something like this should be able to stand on its own, and you shouldn't you have to feel compelled to watch other pieces of work yeah. in the same medium to understand it. I guess well, so. Well, there's definitely tropes and stuff that exist in that kind of anime universe that you almost need to like know. I, I would imagine. I don't. Yeah, I could, but you, I could you would be way feel like something like this. Sh- should be strong enough to stand on its own and not have to rely yeah. on well, it, those it, tropes and a base understanding. It is true. I mean, it, also, it's like the difference between what we're doing with Ruby uh, and traditional anime is anime all usually, like, 99.9% of it comes out of Eastern storytelling. And this is Western storytelling. So it's, it's I think, going to be a little bit more accessible for an anime-style project <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, for a lot of people. Yeah. That being said... For, for, for the West as opposed to the East. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so for, but Monty is obviously driving this, pr- this particular project. Um, and he's got uh, the writing team, which primarily consists of Carrie and Miles, uh, got them studying a lot of anime, you know, because it's, it's what Monty grew up watching, too. So there's going to be stuff that just naturally influences... What he wants to do. No, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I, I mean, I, there's stuff I can't talk about that. Like, I had discussions with Carrie Miles about. It's like, oh, okay, like bringing up some interesting points yeah. and some cool ideas. I'm like, all right, I'm actually interested in that and stuff. And I, I don't think I can talk about it right now, so yeah. I won't. But I just uh, want there to be a scene where there's a ton of people running down a wall in true Monty style. <laughs> <laughs> he, that's, that's what he does. Playing right? with gravity. Yeah. yeah. Man. Man, I've been playing a lot of. Uh, thanks to Carrie and Miles, they got me hooked on. I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Oh, yeah. Like, I finally bust up my 3DS. And, uh, and played do you, it. Do you play with a 3D on? No, I always turn it off. Yeah. What I love about it is this is like a brand new game. This is a big title for the 3DS. And the day it launched, you could buy it in their online store. I didn't go to the store. Oh, cool. I just bought it on my 3DS. I downloaded it. And then like in 10 minutes, I picked it up and started playing. What are the odds that's going to happen in the next generation of consoles? Uh, it, I really hope it does. If they announce tomorrow, if, like, if the PS4 announces tomorrow and they say you can buy any launch or any title... That's in retail for the same price digitally. I will buy everything. Yeah, digitally. and and that's like and then so so I went to go buy this in the eShop on my 3DS, and it's like you don't have money in your wallet. I was like, oh, here we go. I'm gonna get fucked. I'm gonna have to put a bunch of money in my wallet to buy this this game. And it's like you can buy this many points, this many points, or you can buy exactly the amount you need to buy this oh, title. Cool. It's like absolutely. That's what I did. That's cool. And, and I, like, I, I'm glad we're seeing more of that. I remember you know Halo um, 4 is now game on demand. That was kind of quiet. Is it really? Oh, that was kind of quiet. How much is it? Last week, uh, sixty bucks. I yeah. I will. Absolutely buy that to, to not have to swap the fucking disc. Yeah. It's really it's really kind of um, 
lame in a sense, but I, it's like I buy titles I know I'm going to play for a long time. I buy them as soon as they come out on games on demand just because I know over time I'm eventually going to buy them because I either will break the disc or wear the disc or lose the disc or I won't have it available one day. So it's like, I just like, fuck it, I'm See, just going to get it right you're now. Not, this goes saying, back, you buy this, a game just to not get up there. That's what I was going to say. This goes back to my old, I wish the Xbox the 360 changer. had a five-disc changer. Yeah. I will buy every game on demand I can so I don't have to get up. So there are sometimes I'll be sitting there with my controller and be like, I want to play a game. I don't want to get up. What can I play? <laughs> what Xbox Live Arcade games I have, do I have? Like, what can I reach? How many Xboxes do you play? have in your life, Gavin? Five. Right. I, I'm the exact same number. <laughs> I have five Xboxes in my life. I'd rather just do like a game like Halo 4 that I just want to pick up and play every now and then. So, I here, is, have here is my suggestion. You can install the game to the hard drive, right? To play that game on the hard drive, you need your Xbox just to check the disc. Right. doesn't run it right. in any way. just checks it. Right. Why can't you have tiny little discs? You just put it in the, in the controller, check it, then play. You don't have to get up. It's already in your hand. Why not just download it? That's the exact same thing. Because people don't want to do that. a people... new kind of disc. All right. Well, a new what, kind yeah, of and then someone could give away the big disc and keep the little disc. No, or... you'd only have little discs. Well, okay, what, what, if, what if, like... But the then what Why not just you're... use the system that exists where you, you download it and there's no Because they're not going to do that for new okay. games. They what what if they it. have, like, the PlayStation 4 where they have something where you can, like, link it to your thumbprint and then on the controller you can put your thumbprint to prove that it's you? Because it's not 2060. That would be awesome. Why are you coming well, Why are you making fun of him? That's much more possible than what you're saying. That's true. You can't invent a little disc that holds, like, 8 gigs of data. Like this big optical. And then put it in your controller and then send that data across the room. That's what we do now, but with a big disc. Gavin, at what point in the Argument? Did we ever say the disc is too big? Like he wants to get <laughs> up. You have to get up and put it. You can't put a giant CD in your controller. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Can you imagine Gus straining with a fucking disc, and if you had a littler one, that would be more convenient. Plus, also, if you had this spinny thing, it's like a gyroscopic force in your controller. <laughs> it would never go sideways. <laughs> I like how you make fun of him for his implausible yeah, idea. Yeah, for the thing that already and you're exists. you're saying something even more the implausible. Is they want you to have a physical thing so you can't just pass it around. If no, that's, that's why you have a thumbprint. The thumbprint is unique to each or one. Or you have dumb. a gamer tag. You don't need a thumb. The gamer tag is like theoretically if they go back to dongles or whatever with your card. I still that's, think that's my thing is smarter than the thumbprint. Do you don't understand how hard it is to just invent like a new medium? See here, look. They do all the time. Wait, that here's a great example. The PS, here's a great example of why having multiple platforms is a good thing. Why having multiple consoles is great. Because it drives things forward. It makes people compete with one another for the services they're going to offer. True. And I think the reason why we're all going to get digital download games is because of Steam. And right. everyone likes Steam so much. So I think that the console makers like Microsoft and Sony won't get as much pushback from the publishers because Steam is so successful. And they say, well, we've got to keep up with Steam, so we've got to have digital downloads. But it can't go from one console with discs. By the way, we're in the minority on this, just so you know. There, there's someone, sorry, someone's you, pointing what? out that there, there are laptops already that have thumb, thumbprint Thank, identification. So. Thanks, Moron. Yeah, but you can't, you can't buy your thumbprint at a store, is what I'm saying. They want you to have a you disc. Know, you, like, yeah, but you okay. can buy it, and they can associate it with your thumbprint. <laughs> oh, yeah, they could do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, My, my point was is that they want you to have the disc, but they... Even if you can install the game, they want you to have the disc. So you can't just give your disc to all your friends and then five people have it. But hey, they listen, want you to listen. keep. The We're in the minority, though. Do you realize this? We're in the minority on this. Because most people have one Xbox. Oh no, most people want discs. Why? Because they see the move to digital games as a way to kill used games. And for a lot of people, yeah. the used no. system is a way they budget for their games. And in fact, when Microsoft was talking or had some rumor like two weeks ago. Uh, I'm going to ask Ashley about this. Um, they were talking about how um, 
they were going to have, there was some kind of insinuation or something that the new Xbox was going to be all digital downloads, and isn't that great? And they did a poll, and 90% of the people in the poll said, no, we want physical discs. Because they, they, they saw it as Microsoft trying to kill they just the used to, games market. They need to Steve Jobs it. Steve Jobs would, like, would tell his customers what they want, and then they would want that. We just need to yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, what, yes, what, Steve. If, what if you could sell digital games back to the store? And, and there was like a third, a third party market where you How could about like this? What if digital games were just cheaper because they didn't have to be well, distributed? No, no, yeah. What, How about that? Absolutely. No, what, what's going to happen is. But like, then they'll make less money. The developers will make less. Yeah, they? I mean, we're No, saying, they could make. They, they, they could more, make the Because they're delivering directly to the customer without a publisher. Developers should theoretically make way more even just by selling it. Now, granted, publishers and retail stores would, might not like this. But I should not pay $60 for a digital game if I don't get all the stuff with it. It should be cheaper yeah. so for less than the cost said, like materials. That being said, I bought Fire Emblem on my 3DS. I paid the same price as a retail copy. I did not get an instruction manual or any other shit. There were some things where I was playing the game. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I was like, oh, nope, I don't know. So do they have like a website you can go to that like actually has the, the instruction manual or anything? If they do, it's not... Because like the there, there's some albums you can buy like on, like on iTunes, for example. You can buy an album and it'll actually have the album art yeah. as a file you can then go through. So like it essentially be buying the album. Mm -hmm. And um, like even like um, if you buy movies on iTunes now, I, I've started buying a lot of movies on iTunes, they have the special features and stuff, like a separate thing. Yeah. It's almost like having a DVD. Yeah, I got Argo like that. Yeah, and it's it had really like cool. the extra features. You yeah, like I bought Looper like a week or two before it came out on a disc, which is like, this is awesome. You know, like they're, like they're fully supporting that kind of stuff. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph came out last week for digital yeah. purchase, and the, the physical media doesn't come out till next month. Yeah. So, so you can actually it was like buy a three or four copy. week ahead of time. You could you could buy it and own the digital copy. Yeah, I love that. I, it I seems like that everything's kind of going to move that direction. And yeah. even even like that, like on iTunes, like as long as I'm signed in, I can watch any movie I purchased through iTunes on wherever. As long as yeah, I watch. That's awesome. In, in my office, which I just vacated, thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, I have an Apple TV hooked up to the yeah. TV in my uh, office, and I can I could stream any video I purchased through iTunes. So we put like Toy Story three up, and everyone would cry. Did you, did you see on the new? God, that's such a sad movie. Fuck you. Um, did you see the newest update on Apple TV? You can actually, any, any music you purchased, you can now stream too? Yeah. Yeah, that's well, pretty cool. you couldn't cool. do that before? No. no. You had to have an iTunes Match, which or is like I, their service yeah. that you pay for. But they've just dropped, they haven't, I don't know if they've dropped that, but now you can. You can also do that in the standalone iTunes client as well, I believe, right? Yeah, uh, I'm not you sure. You still need Match? Because like I know, now in my iTunes catalog, I haven't tried playing any of them. There are songs I know I don't have on my computer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that have like the cloud icon. Yeah, to them. they pop up. And movies do that too. So like if I log onto my computer at work, none of my movies are downloaded, but I can then hit that and it'll, you know, start watching it within like thirty seconds. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you think you'll be able to stream to your like iOS device, like your iPhone, at some point? Like stream iTunes videos? I can already. I what think. do you mean? Yeah. You have to download them first. I think I think you can watch it. I as stream YouTube videos to my. iPhone no, this is like actually like movie you buy. Right, let me see. I I've got, I've got my phone here. YouTube. I can absolutely guarantee that I can stream movies. No, 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 no I know like you can do it on iTunes. YouTube. I have a, stuck I have in the Netflix. iTunes ecosystem. I have a Netflix app that I can do it. No, no, no. I get, <laughs> I get that. I get I'm that there yes. are services. I'm saying yes. I'm saying I can do it like on everything else. ITunes. That was the best example of not listening I've ever seen in my life. You were just like... He's like, no, 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 I'm saying this. And like, I'm going to ignore that. And then I'm going to say this. <laughs> then I'm, no, no. Oh, I'm actually saying is this. I'm going to still ignore that. I'm going to say the exact same <laughs> thing I just said. Oh. I'll see. It says downloading. Okay, I'm downloading basketball to my phone right now. Yeah, then I you can that. watch it, but you can't just Oh, like, we watch shouldn't it download it. that. We're going to kill our bandwidth. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Turn your Wi-Fi off. How do I stop? We Turn your Wi-Fi off. Shut it down. What have I done? Ah! We were talking about it earlier, though. There's a huge chunk of the population and a huge chunk of the video game population that they don't have broadband internet. So the whole idea of digital downloads to begin with, it's going to take like three hours or longer to download a game. It's just not, not a good option at all. 
So I can't see in this next generation going away from physical discs at all. Maybe in the one following it. Well, no, I'm not saying go away from physical discs entirely. Give I'm me not saying option. that. Just I'm the, just saying that day one, Jack and I are like, we want to download our stuff digital day one. Day one. Yep. Like, we prefer that. But yep. if people want to buy in discs, I'm fine with that. Let them buy in discs. I wish you could do like Steam where you could preload it, have it already... And oh, then on, no at midnight way. when it launches, you download like that. Always seems page. like magic to me. Oh, wait, how so you can actually download all the, all the files yeah. and then unlock it. When, yeah. So right. then, like when the game launches at midnight, isn't that dangerous? Can you download like that? the last like fifty kilobytes or whatever that uh, unlocks? No, I'm everything. with Gavin. How do they? How does it not get hacked and leaked? There we go. Before Steve I, I'm, Perry, I'm now watching <laughs> basketball on my phone that I just purchased before, so it works already. But yeah, um, Brandon, what are make sure you're not on Wi-Fi. I know. I'm turning it off now. I just want to see that actually too. Yeah. Killing Wi-Fi. <sighs> so people are telling me a lot of people on Twitter are saying they prefer hard copies. They're all dumb. They like collecting stuff, though. See, this, 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 this guy just said to me on Twitter, what, what you guys always say about cloud storage, he goes, I'm a fan of hard copies just because I would rather have it in my hand in case something happened and it deletes all my stuff. That's, that's like saying I'm going to go to the store and get Google Chrome and then put it on my computer. Exactly right to me. I agree with you. Well, my, my fear is... Uh, uh, BB, Mo- BB Moose 33 on Twitter said that. My fear with this stuff is that the platform will go away and then what happens to these things you've purchased? You don't have them. Yeah. That's that's what I worry about. Yes, yeah, the, the idea of ownership. Right. P- physical versus digital is is for a lot of people very confusing. I forget. I, I was I was in a, doing a legal thing recently and the lawyers, for confidentiality purposes, recommended that you keep all your email in an online account like Gmail or something like that. Because what? that's more secure than keeping it on a laptop. And more I was like, secure than you wouldn't lose it. I, yeah, well, I or guess the other thing is the laptop can get stolen, and yeah. then they can access it. But you can't lose an online account. I would never keep anything sensitive in an online account, ever. Because to me, it's like the laptop is safe in my house. An online account, to me, security-wise, is available 24 hours a day for somebody to hack. Yeah. Yeah. It's exposed all the time. The laptop is only exposed if I fuck up, basically. So would you say something you buy on iTunes? You're not, you don't really own it. You're kind of licensing it. You're kind of like, I, yeah. I, I paid you this, and I can access it whenever I want, but I still don't possess it because you right. can't download it. You're constantly just like. Well, you can download it. And I oh, I guess like, I, the yeah. only thing I ever do is Apple TV. Like, I, don't, I don't download People it. People are pointing out something good on Twitter, though, that I have to say. They're pointing out the fact that uh, if you also get all your stuff in a digital library from a company, what happens when the company goes away? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was in Twitter. Did you make that point? I apologize. Yeah. So, but then a kid said here, he said, Valve said there are measures in place to make sure that they go, if they go out of business, you keep all your games. Don't believe that for a yeah. second. Good luck I mean, with that. If a company has measures in place, when they go out of business, those measures yeah. are when out of they, When the servers turn off, what happens to your shit? It's like, oh, hey, uh, hey, uh, just as an example, Valve went out of business. Sony, do you want to buy up Valve's? Back catalog of a billion games that they owe to all these people to download. It's like Sony be like, mm, fuck you. No. no, they can just come over and buy all their games from us going forward. I don't know who the hell would pick that up unless there's an ongoing subscription to do that. Who's right. going to pick up this back catalog? And we've, of- and we've seen subscription services die in the past. Like there were those early iTunes competitors where people would buy music and they just fold. Like I think there was one that Sony ran for a while. Yeah. That they just go away and you just lose your ship. Could you then sue those people? No, because in the terms of service. Yeah. Oh, I bet it is. Yeah. I didn't read them. Yep, you didn't, but it's in there. You got fucked and you don't know it. <laughs> I would like to think that. Will I, I get fucked? Yeah, I yes. know. Yeah. He was saying, Gabe Newell has said you'll still be able to play the games. I get that he said it. It's like, it's like, but you don't know. What is it? I mean, it's like, yeah, sure, Gabe Newell said you'll be able to play it. 
But I mean, what what is the what is the thing they're going to do? Has anyone actually seen the policy and what what and, they're going to do? Are you, are you frustrated? Technology? Are you frustrated that people aren't listening to what you're saying? <laughs> they're just replying. Oh, wait, wait. Well, everyone already has the, the local content. You just need to unlock that content. Right, so but just, you need that network connectivity to activate it. You yeah, also have so to they authenticate just, it. Yeah. They just globally unlock everything. What? And no, you're saying when they go out of business, the last yeah. thing they do is like... They just flick, 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 flick a switch. Like North Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they hit the button. the world burn. Like, all right, everyone, free games for all. Woohoo! <laughs> That's exactly what it's going to be like, <laughs> by the how, way. How big is your hard drive in your, your Xbox? It's about seven inches. Why? <laughs> Oh. Uh, my on, on my what? Your Xbox. My Xbox? Um, Does your hard drive know, hit the inside gigs? of the bowl? <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, have many, an, I have an games, S. I have an Xbox S, whatever that so is. How many games can that hold? 250? I don't know. 250. How many games can that hold? Typical game is like six eight to seven gigs. gigs. It's a disc, yeah. Why do I read the internet? Close your laptop. Why do I make myself mad? Why do I make myself mad? Bernie, hard copies equal editors do not get the money of resold copies. Editors do all the job. They should get all the profit of it. What? <laughs> what editors? Um, I, what so, editors? Okay, so how do, you, how do you feel about like the, like the $10 initiative that EA was doing where like, you buy a game like Madden, and when you buy it, you get a code that's like to play online. As long as the yeah. editors are making money. Yeah, as long as the editors <laughs> but then, like, No, so, that's horseshit. If you're going to sell physical copies, everything's on the disc. That's it. No, I don't no, think no, yeah, but digital components. No, 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 if you buy it new, you get access to it. Yeah, so here's the deal. So what, you, what they're doing is like for Madden, no. for example. I don't think that's cool. That's what I'm no, saying. no, it's, it's protecting themselves. So, so, okay, you buy a copy of Madden. And I'm saying I don't think that's cool. So why is that not why cool? Why not? I think it's also protects themselves. They said that we're also going to disable the disc after a year. No, that's yeah, cool. someone bought that, and that other person isn't still using the service. Yeah. You don't keep having more people sign into the service that have only bought the game. That a, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You're, not, you're not stating it eloquently, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> so you're totally. saying that, that oh. reselling the game doesn't let you stack people in the online service, but if they can't run the game because they don't have the physical copy anymore, the game goes with it. Right, that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The game goes with it. Uh, listen, I'm saying if you sell a physical copy... But, but So, what? I mean, this is one attempt to solve the problem of developers getting money on used on resale games. Game, resale games. Nope. Yeah, no, I, I disagree. I mean, I disagree. It's a problem. I think it's more of a problem with the price point of games. That games are sixty bucks. This is not a problem with any other physical media. If you buy a DVD, people can resell DVDs. I mean, it's it's, it's not an issue. You know, <laughs> the, the the movie association doesn't cry to the end of time that movies are being resold, but they are. It's because games cost sixty dollars. That's why. And it, there's a market for selling. And if games cost less, more people would just buy them. I wouldn't. If I could buy a used a used copy of the game. For, I don't know who buys used copies games. I get why people sell them back. I don't know who the fuck buys a used copy game for 55 bucks when the new one is 60 yeah. It's just not worth the hassle for me. It's like when they go when you go to a store, you go to Best Buy, you buy a product, it's 100 bucks, and the replacement plan is 20 bucks. Like, that's a fifth of the cost of the product. It's not worth the risk. It's one-fifth. It's like if you made it one-tenth or you know, a hundredth, everybody would pay for the additional service plan. Yeah. You know? But it's just like, I don't understand why people buy used games, but I know why people sell them back, and it's because these are high-dollar items. Yeah. As the price of games drops, it won't, it won't matter. Hmm. It really won't matter. Do you, do you see game prices dropping, though, anytime soon? No, no, apparently not, because the digital versions are as much as the goddamn retail yeah. versions. And that makes no sense. Well, that's smart at the moment when they're both still around. Why? 
because otherwise one would completely die immediately. Well, no, no, I mean, even so, like... Well, maybe one of them should die. Well, don't forget, yeah, the I digital agree. versions often come out four months later. Isn't that enough? Well, even so, like, Halo 4, you said it's 60 bucks right now. I bet you could go to Best Buy and buy Halo 4 for 50 bucks. Here's a better solution that I would do, okay? Okay. A used game is an after-launch after market, right? Okay. So they sell a ton of games. They sell a bunch of Madden at, at, at market. Why not put the digital version out a month later, and it's 40 bucks for the digital version? costs nothing to deliver it. It doesn't include the retail companies, which are the ones doing the used sales. It's a cheaper version. Everyone downloads it. I sure as hell would get a downloaded version rather than a used copy at, at a yeah. retail store yeah. and it's, if it's a lesser price. Absolutely, but no retail store is then going to agree to buy the physical copy and launch yeah. your game. That's right. That's the problem we're dealing with now. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think digital will erase the whole used games market and all the other stuff too. I mean, I we get it. Yeah, and I, hopefully it'll lower the price of the games. Yeah, and we'll see too. I mean, that's why we see GameStop now really pushing the DLC incentives or not the, the like the pre-order incentives. I mean, like that's that's going to be GameStop's market from this point on, as opposed to the used game sales. Like used game sales will you know be around, but they're going to slowly degrade. And I think I think see it's more. two different markets. I mean, pre, when you well, pre-order they're, stuff, they're, they get the I, money. I see them. I see them shifting shift focus yeah. over to that kind of like sales, and that, that's what they're going to be pushing. That's what I believe, personally. So. I could see that. Cool. Right here. You and me. Yeah, I feel you. Same team. I got, you. I got your back. Your strong back. <laughs> My strong back. Just don't turn it on a dog. It's <laughs> a good idea. I do you guys are going to fucking use it, and you're not going <laughs> to tell me you used it at a spike. You're be like, Gus, why do you have all those bites on your back? <laughs> I was working out. <laughs> <laughs> doing, some, doing some back lifts. Doing Is it train. because a mouth can't bite a back? A mouth I mean, can bite a back. <laughs> Well, if it's a flat, what's, it's no purchase. Would you, would you rather have a bite on your back or, or like, right here? And then uh, uh, an afterward, like, thrust back. Yeah. Wait, well, how about right there or your leg? Like, I mean, like, that's, that's an unfair... What, are you going to, like, charge it like this? Sure, absolutely. If a dog's coming at me, I'm kicking at it. Surely the head... The dog will get past your leg. The have you not seen Jimmy Shepherd's it's attack? The, but it, you're just... Okay, you said the throat. That's the furthest thing away from my throat is my foot. Yeah, exactly right. So I'm going it to be pushing that. It will go past your foot and get to your throat it's very easily. It's like the smoke monster from Lost. It's like... Right, you can make that argument about anything. No, it's not going to, like... You get a shield, it goes past the shield it's not to your throat like, yeah. immediately. It's you not going to boomerang that. around your back boomerang and then get to your throat. Your back. Yeah, what? it goes, like, up and so, then... Uh, it's right there. It's so, right easy access from so your you back. Wanna, you wanna turn it's your back. way harder. You want to turn your no. back to the animal that is attacking you so you don't know where it is. I'm not going to turn my back, like, 100 feet before I get to it. It's gonna be Wait, like so you're, when we're gonna run, we're like we're looking each other in the eyes. In the air. We're looking each other in the eyes, yeah, and then Frank, we you're both saying you, you're saying you dodge. That's you're saying turn your back, but you would dodge. Like this. Us, I dodge would be great. Yes, but like I'm I'm just planning on like hitting it. Like, I'm hitting it. Yeah, you tackling with your back. Well, I'm trying. I just like to it. It's just a brick wall. That's just gonna hit it in the okay, face. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You never lower your eyes to an enemy. That's the key. You've got to keep your eye on the dog. Are we learning? Are we learning how to fight? We're from not learning the jack shit. You're about taking advice from a toe. Yeah, no, that's actually it was the uh, the, the hey, you know, bald Asian guy from, who who taught the, the the Foot Clan. A turtle is obviously going to say, "Turn your back." That's what it's got. They got the most protected shell ever. Yeah, why would a turtle want to take its eyes off something? That's like the main defense a turtle has. No. So, anyway, never lower your eyes to an enemy. Never lose sight of your enemy. Have Don't talk- turn your back to him. Have we talked about yet my favorite thing at the airport that I know drives Gus crazy? That I know, like, Gus, you were such a social what? maniac. That there's something at the Austin airport that I had to deal with today because I was traveling. And I know it must drive you insane. It's a really specific thing to the Austin airport. Okay. Okay. In Austin, when you go to park in the parking lot, 
you get a ticket and you go into the parking lot, okay? And then you go on your trip and you have fun and do whatever. And you deal with horrible people on the plane, which I have some people I want to talk about that would drive you crazy too. Then you come back. Then you take your magnetic stripe ticket and you can go out through the toll plaza. And you have two choices when you go to the toll plaza. I know where this is going now. You can go to the booth that has a person in it and you hand them the ticket and they swipe it and they say, $60 for your parking for a week. And you say, okay, here's $60. They say, thank you, and you drive away. Or these the automated lines where you go and it's just a, just a box with a slit. You insert your ticket. It says insert ticket. Step two, insert credit card, drive away. So you insert ticket, tells you how much you owe, put a credit card in, get the credit card back, the gate goes up, and you drive away. You would definitely use the automated one. I, no I use it every time. The problem is in the Austin airport, and I don't know why, they pay people to stand next to the automated kiosks. Have you seen this? <laughs> These people, and they wear orange vests. And they sit there, and they go, and you pull up, and you get your ticket, they go, put it in the slot. And you go, I know. And you put it in the slot, and they go, now put your credit card. And you say, dude, I fucking know. I understand how this works. Who the fuck are you? Why are you standing out here? You, you that know, must the, drive you crazy. It drives me crazy. The, uh, the, and, and ancillary to this, the other thing that drives me crazy is when I go to, it seems like Best Buy is the worst store about this. And they're like, all right, you know, what's your award zone number? All right, click correct on the thing. I, I know. Okay. Approve the total. I know. I know. Okay, swipe your card. It's, it's telling me. I'm doing it. You're watching me. All right, sign your name. I, I fucking know. I've done this before. It's like every step they have to tell you. It's like, I can fucking read. I am obviously engaged with the machine and doing what it's telling me. Why are you repeating this well, it's information? It's like the dudes in why the bathrooms. Why the city of Austin? Though, why'd they make the automated lanes? If it's got to be a, like a union them. thing, right? Like, oh, these machines are going to put us out of a job. Now we have to do something else. And these people, they just... I was going to take a picture of one of them today, but I couldn't find a way to do it at the airport. That wouldn't... I don't... Oh, understand. by the way, guess who got busted going through uh, TSA security with a fucking giant fake beard in his carry-on luggage? This guy. Because I was carrying what? the Jack fake beard. Well, you're not allowed to take beards on flights. <laughs> Apparently, looks weird <laughs> if you're carrying a disguise. <laughs> so yeah, so that was embarrassing. It's funny why I have a fake beard. I go, oh, I know this jackass guy who has a fucking big beard, and I like to make fun of him by wearing my beard. So that's what you have in LA I, anyway. I don't know. I found it in my I found it in my luggage. I guess I had it, and I I made Ashley wear it for a photo. When I flew back from Minecon. Um, I was connecting, and it was, I flew from Paris to Chicago to Austin. Connecting in Chicago, I was, like, really jet-lagged and tired. And you have to get off the plane. Then you have to, like, re- go through security again because you're in domestic soil now. So I was going through security, and I'd forgotten I'd put a water bottle in my backpack. I go to security, and they pull my bag. I'm like, is this your bag, sir? I'm like, yeah. They pull the water bottle out, and I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. I travel all the time. I know better than doing that. And uh, then we went to go do the Nerdist bowling thing. Like, the next day, I went to L.A., uh, I was telling Joel this story as we're going through security in LAX. I was like, yeah, I don't know what happened yesterday. I was, like, really out of it. I went to security with a water bottle in my bag. And then as I'm going through security, security TSA pulls my bag out. They're like, is this your bag, sir? Yeah, water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> like, two days in a row, two different Jeez. trips, fucking water bottle both times. I was so fucking embarrassed both times. Yeah. I, I almost didn't get on the plane. I was like, I, I'm done. I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go home. I, got, I had a moment when I was traveling this time where I had the uh – QR code ticket on my iPhone, and it wouldn't read it. I was standing at the gate with everyone behind me because we boarded that first group, and she's like, it just won't scan. It just won't scan. And luckily, I had my paper ticket in my pocket, and I just pulled it out and scanned it. But I, I felt like enough of a jackass that I felt like I was trying to use a technology that was there wasn't quite there. Was someone there telling you to scan it? 
Well, yeah, no, no, that was the gate agent. Yes, at the yeah, gate, yeah. 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 So this same trip in L.A. when I was with Joel telling him this story that, about... By the way, that would have killed Gus on the spot. Yeah. He would have died yeah, yeah. and just been buried right So now. when I was telling Joel this story about my water bottle, the guy in front of us at the line is trying to get into the security checkpoint, and they're trying to check his his uh, boarding pass. He's trying to use that QR code on his phone, and it's not scanning. He's going through the same thing, and he starts turning super red. He's like... Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, I'm zoomed in. It's not working. He's like, let me try to download it. He's like trying to like download it. He's like, it's not working. It's not downloading. He's like freaking out. The agent had to like pull him aside. <laughs> and, like let him stand there. He's like a snap on a big long rubber glove. Because you know all the early adopters are all tech nerd guys who are just like, uh, you know. They, when the thing doesn't work, they I can't have my superiority complex. Well, you're so deep in at that point. It's like. Buying, putting a load of stuff through a checkout and then realizing you've got no wallet. Yeah. <laughs> or no, you have your wallet, just the money looks different. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you've got a load of Get Canadian euros. coins for some reason. Yeah, it's like, no, really, this is good. <laughs> you were so, so right, though. Yeah. I mean, it was like that moment of like, yep, it didn't work, you know. And I'm, I'm a person who's like, I, for little stuff like that that doesn't really matter, I trust the cloud stuff, you know, like with game saves and things like that. I love it, but... Yeah, when it doesn't work, you're just kind of left there hanging. And airports are already so, like, kind of heightened and nervous anyway, just because you're, you know, I don't know. Airports are weird, like, pressure cookers for some reason. Do you put all your tiny little bottles in the plastic bags? I don't travel with any liquids. Uh, you know what? Not I, any liquids. What? Deodorant. Deodorant's not a liquid. Toothpaste. Dude. Toothpaste, not a liquid. Well, it counts. No, you, no, you can't. Have... Like, your, your liquid gels. I, actually, I don't take toothpaste. I just buy it when I get there. Uh-huh. Do you really? Every yeah. single time you buy toothpaste. Uh. No. But anyway, the, the plastic bag stuff, you don't even need that. You don't, you, you All of right. my stuff is always loose. I've probably traveled, it's like, inside of my bag is a loose thing of like toothpaste and hair crap and deodorant and stuff. Well, you just throw your like toiletries in your bag? Just yeah, they're loose. just loose in there. Where's your toothbrush? In my bag. You like wrap it in your underwear? No, it's in like a little thing. Okay. But it, it never, it's never been taken, except when I went to Australia and they took every single piece of thing that I had. But they did. So in Australia, they have it in a bag. But everywhere else is One time I have I, a toiletry kit. You don't have like a little, little kit that you can zip everything up in? No. That's a work for Gavin. No, I'm just not going to like that. So what do you do? Like when you pack, do you just go to your bathroom, grab your stuff, and then go back to your bedroom and throw it in your suitcase? No, it's already in there. It's already in that bag. So you have, you have stuff that's just for travel? Yeah. I also have that too, but then I have the little case that holds everything. Like a little, uh, it's called a dop kit. I have a case. It's this big and it goes in my bag. What does that mean? It's his backpack. He's being a smart ass. Yeah, oh, I see it. what you're saying. Okay. One time when I went through uh, security... That's a gross way to do it, by the way. You're disgusting. What? Yeah, you are disgusting. You are. I, I, went, I went through security. I was flying from Melbourne to Adelaide. Uh, I got to the Melbourne airport. We're flying like Virgin Blue, which is like a super budget airline. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, get, I get to security in the Melbourne airport. Uh, I get to the, the, the metal detector and all that line. And there's no one there. Like, there's no line. I'm like, oh, cool. And I realize there's no security there either. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. So, like... I get my bag, I put it on the thing, and I walk through the metal detector, and I look around, no one. Like, all right, cool. Let's grab so my it's, bag. and It's all running, like the conveyor's going. <laughs> Jesus I have Christ. no idea what the deal is. So, like, anybody could have walked through. I, I and just you still walked got on the plane? Yeah, and I just walked on, got on the plane. I was like, all good right, God. I guess I was good. That's the one place you do want someone to tell you exactly what to do, even though you know what you're doing. Yeah. Not that it'll make you disbelieve in airline security more than going through a small airport somewhere in the world, or it's just like, they just like, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, or, like, yeah. the alarm went off, but it's like, that wasn't that loud. You know, go ahead. Or <laughs> the metal detectors here, but there's just a big gap next to it. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, like some of those smaller airports. Like I was when I lived in Quincy, Illinois, for a short amount of time. The Quincy airport was just like one dude who was like running everything. He's like, oh yeah, just go through. Okay, yeah, like from like 40 feet away, he watches me go through the metal detector. Buddy, you dropped your knife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> one time at LAX, you know, when you come out of LAX, you come out of the gate, 
you go downstairs, you take that long walkway, I'm talking about Terminal 4, American Airlines, you come out through that revolving door to get to baggage claim. There's that TSA agent there to make sure no one goes back. True. I've seen that TSA agent asleep so many times. Oh, really? Like a third of the time I go through there. You've got to take a the photo The TSA agent's just like this, just like passed out, asleep. I'm like, awesome, this is really great security. Terminal 4, if uh, anybody is curious. <laughs> uh, there was a games conference, a law in games conference, where I did a keynote speech at just a few weeks ago. And it was weird because it was in Dallas. And I had to travel to L.A. for something else right afterwards. So I actually flew to Dallas. And for the first time ever, Gus, I got off oh, at Dallas. weird. Yeah. It's weird because we would either just drive to Dallas or, like, connect through Dallas Airport. But actually, it was weird because I was like, I've never – I've been to Dallas so many times. The rental car place is, like, five miles away from the airport. I didn't understand. I've been to DFW so many times. I just never gotten off as a destination passenger there. The worst part about it was there was a revolving door that let you out. And I don't know why it was like this, but it wasn't clear which way to push the uh, revolving door. And I guess so that people wouldn't come all the way through back around again. Th- this part of the circle had, like, that rubber mat, like, from old grocery store doors that open up. Yeah. And that was alarm triggered. And so just stepping to the left, one foot to the left, while getting into the revolving door, I stepped on this thing. And the loudest fucking end-of-the-world alarm went off. <laughs> and people came running over. And they go, oh, you stepped the wrong direction. If they go, happens all the time, like every day, like 15 times. I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking system I've ever seen in my life. Just by literally stepping into the door, the right place, but stepping a little bit to the left, I set off this enormous alarm. There's you know? nobody at security. They're all waiting for people to go through that. Well, the lady who was right there, the TSA agent, was right on the other side of the rolling door. Yeah, he woke her up. She starts freaking out, like, <laughs> this way, that way, all this stuff. And I'm just like... I don't want to die, please. I'm so sorry. All right, we have to wrap up here. I got to take this lady, though, on the plane. All right, you got to hurry. Drove me apeshit. So she was on one of the planes I was on. She was obviously a first-time flyer, had never flown before. She was one of the last people who gets on. She's like a group 14 to board the plane. <laughs> she gets to the – she gets – they tell you when you're boarding, saying, look, there's no more overhead space. If you see an overhead bin that's empty somewhere along the way, just put your bag in it. Otherwise, you got to check your bag there. So she gets to her row, and her overhead bin is filled just like everybody knew it was going to be because the flight attendant was saying it over the PA system the entire time. And the flight attendant goes, oh, there's no room for your bag. We're going to have to check it. Just give it to me. I'll check it. I'll give you a claim tech. And the lady goes, no, I don't want to check my bag. She says, I don't want to check my bag. She goes, well, there's no overhead space left. You're the last person aboard the plane. You can't do it. And she goes, no, no. This is my seat. This is my bin. Whose bags are these? She starts calling out. The oh, plane. my God. Oh, she starts killing the entire plane. No, no, whose bags are these right? Whose bag is this, this gray bag? Whose is it? This is my seat. This is my overhead bin. And everyone's like, lady, that's not <laughs> the way it works. And they couldn't calm this person down. There are three people <laughs> sitting yeah. in that same row. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, passengers are. It's like, there's no, oh yeah, there's no solidarity. No, like, no support. <laughs> on your own, lady. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on your own. It's just like the beginning of Hunger Games where they call on him like, fuck that girl. Nope. It's exactly that same thing. So did they check her bag? Yeah, she checked her bag and she was fucking pissed because somebody <laughs> stole her over the head bin space. Get on check-in earlier. Get on the fucking <laughs> oh, plane earlier. Bitch. That's just a tax for not flying that often that you run into yeah. that stuff. Yeah. That's, just, that's just what happens. We, okay, if we're wrapping up, we got to show Joe the Cat at least one more time, right? It's no, his retirement party. Uh, so we're moving, we're moving <laughs> the podcast. Wow. We're moving the podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, starting next week, the live stream will be on Monday instead of Tuesday. The audio will come out on Tuesday instead of Wednesday, and the animated adventure will continue to come out on Wednesday. 
So podcast will be shifted one day earlier. May I ask Bonus. why? Uh, I know a lot of people are going to ask why. It seemed like, know. based on feedback, that people wanted it that one day earlier. Okay. So it just makes things easier. Cool. <laughs> so we're going to do it. It's going to make things a little difficult for us down the road when Red vs. Blue starts launching on Mondays. But Oh, yeah. That's our problem. We'll deal with that. We'll deal with it. Our, so, our poor, uh, poor did, website. Did you read about the guy who ate nothing but monkey pellets? For <laughs> Yes. Did you? Yeah, so he was trying to make like uh, bachelor well, child, bachelor child, like just some like from Futurama. <laughs> and so he started thinking like, Gavin, this is what you do. I don't want to eat anymore. He said, I just want to eat like basic food unit, like like a like a dog, like a, like a layout. Like, oh, I like, get that. But eating is boring. Human yeah. chow is what yeah. he wanted. Just like I eat the same thing every day. So he found these things they feed to gorillas in captivity, which is just like monkey chow, monkey pellets. Yeah. So he eat bowls of these <laughs> monkey pellets. <laughs> And he kept a vlog diary of this. And by the fourth day, he had lost his mind. <laughs> and he got, was he just flinging shit? Everywhere? No, no. He was talking about how it's like, he's talking about how he's like, I smelled, <laughs> I walked by a bakery and I smelled baking bread. And I wanted to go in the bakery, eat all the bread and kill, kill every person in there. And he goes, so just know that when you go to the zoo and you have a hot dog in your hand, the monkey behind the bars wants to go through the bars, eat the hot dog, kill you, rip you open, take pieces of hot dog out of your stomach, and eat those too. And that's the only thing well, keeping you alive. That's what monkeys do. That's what, that's what chimps do when they escape. They just take people's genitals. Just run at them, <laughs> grab the bollocks, and run well, off. Well, you got to turn your back to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the key. Then you're fine. Yeah, they'll take your back. They'll, they'll take your back genitals. We should wrap up because I am going to piss my pants. Yeah, I, I, so I'm trying to wrap <laughs> yeah. up. Oh, so. I told you that was commensalist. <laughs> All right, well, Wait, thanks. There's one more thing we can talk about. What? We talked about Virgin Blue. Oh, oh Virgin America coming to Austin? No, yeah, we had a very funny Twitter conversation. That, oh, that was awesome. Where that was awesome. Go, well, explain what happened then. <laughs> okay. Gavin, go pee. Go disconnect your mic. Go pee. Disconnect your mic. No, 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 no. So you guys were talking about flying, and you were talking about how you're frequent flyer miles, whatever, because you're with no, no. American Airlines. So Gus wrote, un, just for no reason, Gus makes a tweet that was, hey, at Virgin America, thanks for coming to Austin in May. I can't wait for you to come, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Was, and I just thought it was like, it sounded like almost like you were paid to make that tweet or something. And I just wrote, I was like, shut up, get a room, you two. And I wrote back, and then you replied back to me something and included Virgin America in it. <laughs> And then I said – I started including my American Airlines stuff. I started seeing American Airlines on it. And Gus and I were having this argument about Virgin America and American on Twitter. Then American Airlines showed up in the middle of the conversation and started saying, hey, thanks, Bernie. Can't wait to see you on another flight. And I was like, God, Gus, you got to be so embarrassed by now by all this. And then Virgin America started tweeting to Gus saying, come join our freaking flyer mouth. It was like the weirdest like – They fighting over you. Yeah. yeah, these brands like showed up in the middle of it. So it's just like the weirdest thing. I love the internet for stuff yeah, like that. Media. It was it was definitely weird. It was definitely weird. Yeah. So Gavin, go pee. Hey, <laughs> we're done. So with that, we're wrapping up. <laughs> so, uh, stop! 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 You. Thanks for joining, everyone. Joe, and we'll see you guys next thank you week. For years uh, of service, Joe. We'll, we'll see you guys next week on uh, on Monday. <laughs> Gavin is running away. Joe the cat. Bye, Joe the cat. Joe the cat. <laughs>